Welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast. My name is Tony T, and this is your episode 59 Overture. This week, we're talking Disney, from great park memories to beloved songs to all the live-action remakes of their animated classics. We're glad to be joined by Rodney and Lindsay Cannon, good friends of the show, as well as my wife, Sheena, making her Nerd of Godcast debut. We're also excited to be talking about The Avengers in this week's ICU MCU with our friend Scott Higa, the Christian nerd. So let's get into it. Second star to the left and straight on till morning. This is your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where all the cool gospel goodness of your heart comes together with all the things that make you geek out and go fan crazy. They hold hands, they walk down Main Street, they buy expensive balloons and churros and turkey legs and dole whips and they wait in line for space mountain and have a yabba dabba do time uh my name is tony t and we're gonna have a great time tonight but i'm not gonna do it all by myself because with me as always is steve-o supremo cowabunga everybody you know steven i don't know if i told you this but i've been on a little bit of a ninja turtles kick lately really i have man how so i just bought the ninja turtles and batman comic book how is it i haven't read it yet but i'll let you know okay moving to the other side of the table we have (laughs) one half of the nerdy god twins she's wonderful and she's terrible it's jessica terror hello hi jessica what's happening not much i'm waiting now just in case anybody interrupts our conversation to tell me that that we shouldn't be having it that we're not ready hey that's my line we're good all right jess anything new happen in your life no not that can Recall. It's nice consistency is yes, one of the great nice the great stability. flavors. Indeed. Uh we're super excited tonight to have some returning guests, friends of the show, if you will, uh, from the sprawling metropolis of Frostproof, Pastor Mayor Rodney Cannon. Dilly dilly. <laughs> and it, <laughs> and his arguably better half, the lovely Lindsay Cannon. Hello. Hi Lindsay. How's it going? Pretty good. You guys kind of have like the same color palette going on there a little bit in your shirts. <laughs> gray looks good on fat people. It does. I, I, I also doesn't so show that's sweat why much. People buy me gray shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why does? Why are they all gray? It's art imitates life, imitates art. I'm, I bought gray and then I got fat and then I wore more gray. Um, tonight's a really special night, and it's not just special because you guys are here. Although we love that you guys are here, you made the long trip over, uh, leaving your sour creams and other uh, <laughs> condiment foods completely <laughs> unguarded. Uh, tonight's a really amazing night in the history of the Nerd of Godcast because, defying all uh, logic and predictability, uh, in fact, this may be the last time, last sign of the end times for those of you guys that are still checking off your Tim LaHaye, Jerry Jenkins checklist. Uh, my wife. Sheena joins us on the show. Hello, lovely. Hello. How are you? I'm great. You're beautiful. (laughs) This is not your natural environment. Not at all. You're like a fish in a tree right now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone says, how'd that fish get in that tree? (laughs) Something unnatural has happened. It's a flying fish. So are you here out out of grudging or necessity or out of a joyful heart? Joyful heart. Yay! Oh, Sheena, you missed the opportunity. Like, you told me to come. I did not. You dragged me here. Nobody, nobody tells her what to do. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Ever. Ever. I thought he was just asking just to be, like, nice. 
Like, so do you, you want to be on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, crap. What am I going to do now? Wait, wait, wait. How I, long has this podcast been going? How many years? <laughs> three years. And <laughs> he waited three years to ask his wife. Now she's she not wanted. She's no, not no, an no, He knows me. <laughs> she, she doesn't talk. The, the funny thing is, yeah, I'm just got to make that invite. Regardless, I'm tell just you cover the story your bases. Of, okay, now how she doesn't talk. She's the quiet one. She's and then she's going to be talking all night long. People are going to, what are you even talking about? Because that's what she does every time. She always upstages me. And and looks looks really great and makes me look silly just by comparison. But I I am absolutely out of my league by marrying such a wonderful person. And uh, the show is a better place because you are here right now. Aww. We had to fire Neff, but <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. You can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Now we're having a great time tonight. Uh, we're having a very special Disney themed episode tonight, which is why the Cannons are here, Disney enthusiasts that they are, and why the uh, the Nerd of God wife is here. Uh, they are lovers of. Disney. We love Disney. We're here in Orlando, Florida. So if you're going to love Disney, this is sort of the epicenter of the action with apologies to our friends in Anaheim. Um, there are lots of Disney stuff happening here. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. We're going to open up tonight's podcast with a quick game of If We Were. Character from a movie or a video game. A famous flying he's from somewhere deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers. We're going to play a game called If We Were. I'm very excited about our If We Were theme song by Ben Knight. Thank you so much for contributing to the show. Ben Knight, member of the Nerd of God Network. We're going to play tonight If We Were Disney characters. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you an opportunity just to real quick make notes on your tablets in front of you of what characters you think the other people around the table would be if they were Disney characters. And uh, any questions on that? There are entirely you too guys many are, options. I know. There are a hundred years so many. Well, is there a way to narrow it down that makes it a more effective no. way to do that? Like just Disney, like not Disney Pixar characters or only Disney princesses? If, if Steven was a Disney princess, <laughs> what Disney princess would Steven be? Scary. If you were an animal. That's a spice girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If you were a Disney, an animal sidekick from a Disney movie, what animal? I guess there's, we could play this game all night long. Well, we're just going to go with all of them for now. Okay. So pick from the robust catalog of 70-plus years of Disney movies, and uh, we'll get into that. And while they're doing that, we're going to give you an opportunity to think about who you would be if you were a Disney character. The best way for you to let us know that is to get connected with us on social media. You can find us across all the usual platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, at Nerd of Godcast. Or you can visit our blog at nerdofgodcast.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can connect with us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. So let's go real quick around the horn. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, when you wish upon a Steve-O. Steve-O. I'm not, I'm not done yet. You're not done yet. So we're, we're going to find out who Steve-O thinks that the people around this table would be if they were Disney characters. I just said I'm not done yet. I'm still figuring this <laughs> no, out. No, we're going to tell. We're gonna have to guess who you are, Steven. Oh, okay. That makes some more sense. So, uh, so who is Steven, Sheena, if he's a Disney character? No, I only had myself and Nick figured out. Okay, Nick's, Nick's is easy. Oh crap! Nick Sadler is up in the booth, making us look good. Fourteen Forget weeks in every a row. time. <laughs> I even told you that I was going to forget because you turned the light off and I can't see you. But there is Nick Sadler, Perry's finest, up there, making us look and sound good, pushing all the buttons and everything like that. Hi, Nick. Hello, Nick. If you were a Disney character, who do you think you would be? Um, who do you think he would be, Sheena? Um, I was thinking Fix-It Felix. That's what I put. Fix-It Felix is a good choice. Anybody got something better? I got Milo from Atlantis. 
Okay. Oh, that's I'll a very that. good one. That's a very good I one. I like that one. Nice. And what was that? <laughs> IMDb messing me up. <laughs> Who's the, the like techie kid that makes the robots on um, Hero? Oh, Meet Hero. the Robinsons. Oh, no. oh. oh yeah. Um, that never, was the first one I thought I've of. I've never seen Meet the Robinsons. I think it's Lewis. Let's I go think it Lewis. is. That's his it's name. Lewis, yeah. I've never seen that. I've been admonished strongly for not seeing it, and I found out that it just came out on Netflix, so I am going to watch it now. What, Meet the Robinsons? Meet the Robinsons. Never seen a good movie. I haven't seen it either. I have not seen it. I heard there's a dinosaur in it. Yes. He has little arms. I saw that. For, well, as dinosaurs are... <laughs> That's all I know. Want to do. No, Steven's very excited that the Jurassic Park Funko Pop figures are going to be coming out soon. Yeah. He's got his eye on the Target exclusive Jeff Goldblum. Look that up online. Mm-hmm. See, it's the uh, Jeff Goldblum laying on his side with his shirt open. Uh, it's Dr. Ian Malcolm. Dr. Ian Malcolm, indeed. When uh, Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, <laughs> the pirates don't come there, to life and eat listen, the tourists. There was one time when I was on Pirates of the Caribbean and it broke down, and I tweeted, Pirates of the Caribbean broke down. Let's hope the pirates don't even tor- eat the tourists. It was one of my proudest Twitter moments. That's very good. Gold star, Stephen. Yes. I'm, I'm imaginarily liking and retweeting that. Ever since then, every time I ride Pirates of the Caribbean, it breaks down. Really? I think I cursed it. Arr. Talk about your chaos theory. That's, <laughs> that's chaos. All right, so I, I think that's a good one. We got a couple good ones for Nick. Steve-O, who are you? Who do we think Steve-O is if he's a Disney character? I don't know. I cannot. And we're going to narrow it down to just like mainstream Disney, Disney Pixar characters. No Muppets, no Star Wars, no Marvel. I got I got him as Syndrome. Okay. All right. Go home, buddy. Why? Why not? <laughs> Why? We already established that if I was going to be a Pixar character, I'd be Wally. Yeah, I, no. like, I like Syndrome better. Uh, I pick Zazu. Syndrome? Who'd you pick? Zazu. Why Zazu? That's nice. I'm not mad at it, but why? Because you're the right-hand man, and you're also a, kind of a stickler for the rules, and everyone has to be where they're supposed to be. Going around telling them what to do and stuff. Mm-hmm. And doesn't like change, doesn't like, you know, any deviation. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. Very good. Sheena, do you have anything for Steven? Mm-mm. All right. We'll let that pass. All right. Zazu it is. All right, so Rodney, we're putting the uh, burden on you. If your wife was oh. a Disney character, what Disney character would Lindsay be? Esmeralda. Esmeralda? The gypsy? <laughs> he says that only because that's his favorite. <laughs> She's hot, bro. <laughs> it's either that or Belle because she loves books. Uh, well, that's that's a safe one. I guess you got you to gotta go with whichever one your wife knows that you like the best. Or See, I don't know, I don't know Lindsay be the that well. So I put Belle, but then I changed it to Raksha. Who? From um, the the Mama Wolf in Jungle Book. Oh. That's why I went on IMDb, because I <laughs> couldn't remember her name. What's remember, the name of the wolf? I remember Tequila, which is the dad. She was the one in the spelling bee. <laughs> yes. Yes. What? Different thing. Never mind. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the Disney mother that has the most children? Yes, that's how you decide. But, uh, oh, who's the, the, rab- no, the rabbit from uh, Robin Hood? Well, yeah, yeah well, uh, uh, yes. The, the Dalmatian. Not 101 Dalmatians. Oh, oh Pongo, Purdy. Purdy, that's it, yeah. <laughs> All right, Purdy. There you go. All right, so Lindsay. My wife is Purdy. <laughs> Turn it around. Who's your Pongo there? Who's Rodney if he's a Disney character? I have nothing. I have nothing. nothing. Rodney I'm so was so bad at this. I, I went the cheap route with my pick for him. Who's Rodney? Mayor Leinhart. Ooh. From Zootopia. Okay. 
That's a that's a good uh, one. That was mostly because he's a mayor. <laughs> yeah, but he was crooked. I've never actually seen Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> and according was, to Wikipedia, he was he, crooked. According to Wikipedia, he was a good guy in the paragraph that I read. Yeah, uh, so. he he had good intentions, but he broke the law. I don't know. I don't watch you every minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go with Baloo. Oh no, I have Baloo for somebody else. <clears throat> Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you Baloo. That's that's my pick. And we got anything better? I was torn between Mufasa and Mr. Incredible. Ooh, oh, okay. Man, because of right. the that's high praise. Well, I purposely Strong didn't leader. do any Pixar. High praise. So nobody's a Pixar character. Nobody's Pixar. So who's Jessica? I, I put I put Meg from Hercules. All right, because she's sassy. Yeah. Or because she made a deal with the devil. I don't know. You know, I was thinking that. Meg the from same thing. Yeah. I originally put Maleficent and then I changed it. Steven, you 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 have definitely a strong <laughs> opinion. Nick, if if Jessica was a <laughs> Disney character, who would she be? Answer honestly, this is for posterity. Hmm. Bell. Yeah, good answer. The safe answer. The safe answer. All right. Okay, uh I guess now it's my turn to to say who Sheena is. Sheena, if you were a Disney character, I'm going to let everybody else answer first. Oh, Chinas was the <laughs> toughest. I went gen- not generic. I just put I put Cinderella. Cinderella, nice. Okay, she does like that shoes. That was my safe answer. <laughs> I put Minnie. Minnie. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. I, I've I've got the Cheshire Cat. Interesting. Yeah, because she's she's able to uh, uh, come to the forefront when she needs to say something, but then can dissolve Disappear. right yeah. into <laughs> and it's it's relevant input i was never I like here i would have just said aurora because she likes sleep more than anybody that i know that is definitely uh, the right your answer. wife is one of the wife? hardest sleepers i've ever seen she straight up she slept through like a party at your house yeah just yeah. on the probably couch. on the couch yes <laughs> on the couch not like watching a movie a loud movie she's out she's a heavy drinker she drinks normal the normal amount <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to take a crack at those people that aren't here? EJ, Neff, Jackie. I put in, I put Baloo for Neff. Oh, for Neff. Yes. Okay. Or or um, or Baymax. Baymax, just because he's big. No, because he's because he's, he's caring. Uh huh. And he's helpful. Uh huh. But Baloo is what I wrote down. Why Baloo? Because he's he's caring. Okay. And he's helpful. <laughs> All right. And he's just here to have a good time, man. Okay. Plus, Bill Murray voiced him in one iteration. Okay. Fair enough. And Neff loves Bill Murray. Yeah, Not he, as much as you do. I, I'm going to say. Very good. Uh, EJ? I couldn't do anything for EJ. EJ was tough. He's he's Donald Duck when he in uh, Fantasmic when he gets the uh, thing. I don't know. He was tough. That was me pulling one out of a hat. That's, I don't think that ever actually happened. And, and uh, no, Philhar Magic. Philhar Magic. That's he's Donald Duck with this, the, the hat? Yes. Okay. All right. EJ was Jackie? Tough. Tinkerbell. Is this just me now? Am I the only one? You're the one, I guess, who's Tinkerbell. got the burden of this one. Because Tinkerbell is sassy and Tinkerbell is tiny. She is both of those things. And uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw mine in there. Anybody know? Want to say it? Yeah, oh. I got one for you. Okay, go ahead. Walt Disney. Uh huh. <laughs> Which movie was he in? He was, he was the influence. He was part, to all of all of of he was part of all of them. His name is at the beginning of every single Disney movie. He's in all of them. He, he built this city. <laughs> on rock, rock and roll, and roll. <laughs> never, or a swamp. Never make, yeah, never, <laughs> never make a starship reference on the show again, please. Um, I would have picked for myself the genie. That's because he's my favorite. The genie I is thought about that. that. Yeah, that's, that's my second yeah, choice. The genie, the genie was on there until uh, until I, the last second. Then I changed it to Walt. Why would you change it? 
Because I figured Genie was too much of a layup because you did the Genie puppet for so long. I did. I did love doing the Genie puppet. He's my favorite. So that's who I would be. Let us know who you would be. Again, connect with us on social media at Nerd of Godcast, or you can even give us a call at our Nerd of God hotline. That's area code 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T, 760-NOGCAST. You leave us a message, and uh, you might just make it on the show. So, yeah, we're talking about Disney tonight. I'm excited about that. Um, Disney fans, anytime that I get together with Rodney and Lindsay, we always talk about Disney. He's got the inside scoop, um, knows everything, it just seems like. Um, Rodney, is. Uh, you, you tell us about Sorcerer Radio. Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music, all day long. I, SRSounds.com. I found myself listening to Sorcerer Radio the other day. Just for a little ambience, it's like theme park music, oh, and it it's, it's just cool stuff. I walk in every morning. I walk into my office. Alexa, uh, tune in because tune in the app. Tune in is is how I listen to Sorcerer Radio. Okay, they go playing the last tune in station. Rodney's uh, Sorcerer Radio, and it's it's basically it's that it's it's Disney park music. They have different uh, shows throughout the day. At eleven o'clock every day is the Epcot Hour, and it's great. They do. Uh, Music from around the world showcase at, at uh, 2 o'clock every day is Magic Kingdom. They do shows where you can listen to ride-throughs. They do um, call in and request, or, or I'm sorry, you tweet out and request, uh, lunch hour request on Wednesdays. What do it's people just, request? Um, can well, I get Small World? <laughs> yes, Small there, there are some that and do And now here's World a Sorcerer Radio request and dedication. <laughs> it's a letter from Minnie Mouse, and she writes... <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. One of the one of the the go tos for me right now is the uh, um, song from uh, Rivers of Light. Okay, uh, uh, we are one. Are they still doing uh, it's that? Just Rivers of Light is yeah. is amazing. Have you not seen it? That's an Animal Kingdom. Yeah, Animal Kingdom's nighttime show. It's no, it's it's water water screens and it's projection on the water screens and it's it's um, the music is epic more than the show. The show is is very cool. There are no fireworks. But uh, it's just water screens and, and a lot of production. The production quality, of course, is Disney uh, quality, so it's great. But the music is just phenomenal. See, I thought uh, they same did thing that, with, uh, and it went away. Happily Ever After. No, they, it was, no, they did. Uh, they the brought Jungle it out Book. to premiere it, and it wasn't quite ready, but so they put okay. Jungle Book in its place. Jungle yeah, see, Book. And Jungle, Jungle, Jungle Book was the one they said was garbage. Jungle Book, I went to see Jungle Book and fell asleep in it, the, wow. the nighttime show. Wow. Oh, I didn't hate it, but I saw it like when they were practicing it. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, this is like our second time doing it. Yeah. yeah, and then I think that was it. I, they, they they pulled that one quick, but I think from what I heard from some cast members, they only had a couple weeks to put yeah. that whole show together. Well, and it was not ever going to be the permanent thing. Gotcha. They were rolling out the launch of Rivers of Light and had some technical difficulties, so they put that in its place. Gotcha. Um, and it did, <clears throat> it did what it did for filling time. It served its purpose. It served its purpose, um, as as we should all hope to do. Uh, now, I, I'm a park enthusiast as well. I'm a big fan of the Disney parks. Um, I have not seen Rivers of Life. But we never go over to Animal Kingdom, it seems like. Yeah. That's no. that's my least frequented Disney park. Ours too, Ours yeah. Too. If I could get like a 75% price <clears throat> for my, my park pass, they could just cut Animal Kingdom out. Cause no. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like Animal Kingdom so much? I just love the safari. Okay, I love the safari too. That's the only thing that I like over there. Wait, no, ever Festival of the Lion place? King. No, there's some great, there's some great the things Rafiki's over there. Please. Okay, yeah, but that's kind of the safari, and then you walk to then the. Then you next have the petting zoo and Festival of the Lion King. Festival of the Lion King is is the yeah, best live it's amazing. show. Amazing. Plus, of they Lion have the, the the Nemo. Do they still have it? That's yeah, terrible. The that's that absolutely too. awful. What? It's Nemo with big giant fish puppets. Exactly. It's people walking around with sticks. Oh, fish on sticks. If I want fish sticks, I'll go to the Gorton's Fisherman in the frozen food department. Please. Uh, fish on sticks. 
In a big blue. That movie. That, that song wasn't in the movie. Shut up. That wasn't a musical movie. All the exactly. Songs exactly. It doesn't need to be made into a musical on the stage with fish on sticks. It smells really good at Animal Please. Kingdom. Like the it's, food smells really good. Oh, yeah. Like, animal the Kingdom food. smells like poop. No, no, no. But yeah. food I have been really pooped good. on twice. He has. By cast at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> by birds. By <laughs> cast members. Yeah, watch yes. that. I am yeah. a treasured guest. <laughs> you got to watch that guy in the Doug from Up costume. He will get you. Uh, but no, the the dinosaur ride is cool. No, it's not. Everest is cool. Oh. No, it is not. I love the I dinosaur love ride. I can't dinosaur. do Everest or uh, or dinosaur. The dinosaur gives me a headache. Everest makes me uh, need to go to the cardiac unit. <laughs> the first yeah. time I ever went on Everest, there it's which is a roller coaster ride that takes you up uh, Mount Everest. There's a scene where you kind of go up because they, they still throw some theme park ride elements into the roller coaster. You go up the track and the track ahead of you is all torn up and they drop you backwards into the mountain. And I didn't expect that and at that moment that happened, all of a sudden I become really lightheaded and everything around me goes black and I thought I passed out. I didn't <laughs> exactly. know what was happening. Exactly. I'm like, did I just am I blacking out right now? Am I dying? Is this is this <laughs> is, is this real? Is, that's all there is, Lord. <laughs> I, I, honestly, last time I wrote it, which was a few months back, I wrote it with a family member because she had a fast pass, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I'll go." And uh, I, I honestly, the, like, when that part goes backwards and down, and you enter into darkness, and then it turns, and you're going up, and you're going upwards, backwards. I thought that that I was having an out of body experience, and I was gonna, I, I was like dying. It was <laughs> it was extreme. And I love roller coasters, but I have to see where I'm going, or I'll get a headache. This here, I sat down for like an uh, an hour with cold sweats when I got off the ride right? because it was just too intense for me. Right. And I'm like, I'm an old man now, That's officially. I, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Last time we went on Rock and Roller Coaster, which I love Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh no, that one all day. I'm I, all day. Yeah. I got. I know. Me too. And I got off of it and I went. I need to sit. I need to sit down for a minute. I don't. I don't know what's wrong. And then we ended up having to leave. We had to leave the park. It was she nine was like, o'clock in the morning. I, I did like, think yeah. I was going into cardiac arrest when I rode Mission Space Orange. <sighs> Oh, yeah. I'll never, never do it again. I, never. I, 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 never I, I, again. I wrote that one time uh, when I when they first like put that in there. I was in seventh grade, and my seventh grade class went there for went to Epcot, just Epcot for like some trip, and uh, so we get there, and it was like right after. I don't know if it happened or if it was just a rumor, but apparently some dude died after getting like he had a brain aneurysm after being on the ride. So mm -hmm. all the kids wanted to go on that, and they told him like you're not allowed to go. You can only go on the green one. Like the school was like we don't want any kids dying. Have you been on this, Jessica? No, but I remember, I think in like 2005 or 2006, someone did die on that ride. So the, yeah. way, the way that this ride is, and they, they've just changed it. I haven't been on the new version of it. but the way, It's great. The, the, way, new, the new green version is great. The way that the ride is, is you're going in a, on a space program. You're helping them sim test a simulator that's going to take them you know, on the first you know, manned mission to Mars. Gary Sinise walks you through the whole thing, at least on the previous version. And as you're in this kind of four-seated simulator, four people sitting next to each other bench style with an enclosure around it, you got a screen, you got buttons that you actually push and kind of interact with the ride itself. Um, there's a version that just kind of basically leans you back and forth to the left, to the front, to the back to kind of simulate the feelings of taking off. And But the, the orange ride, which is the more intense ride, um, is actually in a centrifuge that whips you around at 30 miles an hour. So when there, there's G-forces, when you're taking yeah. off, you feel it in... in from from your face to your undercarriage, and yeah. uh, it it is a sensation. When I when I rode that to, to be one, experienced, it felt like like someone was like pushing in on my head. Oh for yeah, like half an hour afterwards. Yeah. I'm like yeah, yeah, it's the only time I'll ever do that. Yeah, it's like a straight up being being born again, man. John chapter three mm. kind of moment. It was it's it's intense. But um, uh, so so what is what's a ride that you really really love at Disney? 
And it's funny because you said you went there in seventh grade when Mission Space first opened. I think when I went there in seventh grade, Body Wars had just opened. It yes. was brand new. And that's oh, when I went Body there in seventh Wars. grade, they still that. had. I know. <clears throat> I know. So what was what's your favorite Disney park ride, Jessica? Do past ones count? Yeah, why not? Alien. The Alien Encounter. Alien yes. Encounter, yeah. I miss one. it. I do too. So much. See, so intense. I was so scared of that ride. Like just a My sister cried. I never went on it. Yeah, and then they turned it into Stitch's Great Escape, which yes. is which hot is garbage. Yeah, which Bring is gone back. now. It, yeah. Is it officially gone? It's officially it gone, gone now. Yeah. What are they replacing it with? Not nothing right now. Nothing. Yeah. Bring yeah. back the alien. There's there's rumor that it it could become something completely different, and I think that's what they need to do. They don't need to just uh, repackage the same thing in the same old uh, ride. It's uh, <clears throat> Stitch's Great Escape is the same thing that Alien Encounter was. It's just a different theme, which is the same thing yeah. that Mission to Mars was originally when I was a kid. It was the same theater in the round, yeah. and you sat there, and the theater shook, and you could look on the floor and see Earth getting smaller. And then you hit could that look hyperspace, the and the seat would kind of drop out from <laughs> yeah. It was, Whoa, it tingles. <laughs> <laughs> that makes my bottom tingle. Um, <laughs> you get that funny feeling like when you climb the rope in gym class. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good good one. Sheena, what's your favorite uh, Disney park? attraction um i think it's a tie. swiss family robinson treehouse right that's not no <laughs> she no she will cuss me if i say that no. we're going can we go on the swiss family no i'll never go on that again i didn't go on that till i was like 25 uh-huh and then i'm like walking up it things, loses its luster and i'm it? like you just walk the entire thing like you don't even get to interact with it you get to walk and look i was so disappointed yeah it's like a, a pressure valve release for the jungle cruise that's what it is like let's get all these suckers on this tree and this line and will be you five can't minutes go back. shorter you have to no. go no, all the way stuck. through you're, you're you guys are falling further and further in the eyes of my wife she is over I here biting it. her tongue i, I love it. it no that's the thing but that's i love because i love the movie i love the swiss family robinson treehouse that's why i always want to go up it and she i talked sheena into going one time I think I would like it more if, like, there was the one time I went on it, there was so many people, yeah. and I was just like, I felt trapped. Yes, and I was been there. I'm not scared fun. of heights already, and I just felt like I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't go back. I couldn't go forward. And I'm like, just get me off of this thing, please. <laughs> yeah, which is fair. I, I, yeah. I felt yeah. the same. Yeah. way. but I do. I, I also love the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Steven, what's your favorite Disney attraction? Your, your wife never answered. She just said, "Oh, I'm sorry. Hated. Yes, I, I, I cut you off as I want to do. I'm sorry." <laughs> Um, I think it's a tie between Soren oh. and Star Tours. Oh, mm. nice. Soren is wonderful. New Soren is wonderful. Soren. I love I old Soren. The first time. I love new Soren. I miss the orange uh, smell though. I do. I miss I miss the orange smell. <laughs> and you know the orange smells smell like. It's not what I don't orange girls smell like, but it is like a great smell. I do like the Africa smell though. No. Yes, the dirt. The dirt. No, yeah, I love the dirt smell. I love it. I love it. That's I the only that. smell which coincidentally if you have been on the uh, uh flight of passage, the same dirt smell makes its appearance there as well. Now, if I'm not mistaken, we'll take you back in Disney history a little bit. The orange smell is a throwback to the old Horizons Horizons, yeah. And the dirt smell if I'm not mistaken, was a smell that they used in the old Universe of Energy attraction. When you went into the dinosaur, they had a dirt peat moss scent that they would pump into the room. This is pre-Bill Nye the Science Guy. Pre-Ellen DeGeneres, <laughs> Alex Trebek, Jamie Lee Curtis, Albert Einstein, Bill Nye the Science Guy, yes. <laughs> and many more. And many more. Um, I haven't been on the new Soren since they updated it. It's awesome. The last it's time great. I went it's on it was fantastic. Fiji, when you fly over Fiji. And, and when the you, Taj Mahal. And the Taj Mahal, the rose smell. It's fantastic. Oh, it is. It's it, it's better than the first, and I and I loved the first one. Oh. So, Steven, I'm sorry. Uh, mine is a tie between, uh, and it's not technically a ride, but it's I'm counting it, is Carousel of Progress. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
the it right moves. show. It's, it it's, it's, oh, it's, you sit yeah, and it moves. It's an attraction or a nap, whichever uh-huh. you need at that moment. <laughs> but uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I heard it always breaks down. Yeah, I still love it. That was I. I, I remember. I love it because I remember the first time I wrote it. My it was my mom's favorite, and I was like six, and we went to Disney. It was like my first time at Disney, and she desperately wanted to write it, and it was like busy, broke down or busy all day. So as we were leaving the park, it had like a ten minute wait. So she wanted to go on, and I was terrified. I was like I don't want to go on the ride. It looks dark. It looks dark. I was like scared of everything. And she's like, "Well, we're gonna go on it." And she like forced me to go on, it, and I was terrified. But like, I was awestruck by it when mm. I was six years old. I was like, "This is amazing!" I f- like, I'm r- I was transported into a realm where there's pirates, and <laughs> so, but uh, just it's more of a, like a child, just like ET at Universal Studios is like my favorite. See, there. it's funny that you made the connection between ET and pirate because both of those to me harken back to one strong chord of nostalgia, and that is they have amazing lines. The cue yes. for, mm-hmm. for Pirates of the Caribbean makes me feel like I'm going on a pirate adventure. Just waiting in line walking through the fort it's just so immersive it's really really well done another ride that does that for me and i I, we kind of glazed right over top of it is you said star tours is your second ride now this is a nerd podcast we can't just ignore star tours it's a star wars ride at disney world yes uh star tours is a simulator ride and i just found out sunny told me that they have put in scenes from the last jedi in in star tours yeah so they have the uh, i think it's the crate battle on and uh, she told me she wasn't going to tell me that she wanted me to experience oh, it. Oh, okay. But is it I, still random? Because every time I went on well, that thing, I would get stupid Naboo. Yeah, well, I think it's still random, but I think it's also, um, I think they'll push a certain one. Because gotcha. when the Force Awakens came out, the Force Awakens part of it was like the time. There was like every single time for like three months. Hmm. Or three visits, at least. I don't think I've ever gotten The Force Awakens. Really? Me. It's just you're... I'm not joking. I always get stupid Naboo. <laughs> Naboo's <laughs> yeah. cool because you have, or like, pod the break, racing. The break I always get the, pod racing. Pod racing yes. is the one we always get. Oh, my goodness. I like Naboo. Yeah, like the break in the fourth wall where it kind of goes through the glass. Yeah, I like that I part. do like pod... Yeah, the Naboo one's not bad, but I always get pod racing. That sucks. But no, the thing that, that connects the E.T. and Pirates with me is the not updated animatronics <laughs> like it's the same animatronics from when i mean except for captain jack yeah then when they uh then when they first started and i don't want them to ever change it did you just get a text message no that's uh, it's the star tours chime that's rodney uh that's also i love in the line in star Tour, i don't know why but it's my favorite part when the little robot lady's talking to you and she gives you like a no no sass kind of thing she's like no smoking in line but it's like the way that she does it it's like her head shakes and she does the finger she does and she has like a little glitch too I didn't even realize that the one when you're about to get on there is it's Allison Janney. I, I it's for CJ, CJ Craig, Craig from the West Wing. Oh, I was like, hey, that's that's CJ. That's CJ Craig right now. She not- makes a couple other appearances. She also is in uh, the Nemo ride. Is she? She's oh, the starfish. she's the starfish. That's right. Do, she they, was do they have a Star Tours in Disneyland? In the Disneyland, or is it just? The Orlando one is it just Disney World? I don't know. We can ask. Uh, we can ask our, our guest that we're going to have in just a moment what what he knows about Disneyland. In fact, we're going to have this conversation in just a second. But let's round this up. Favorite Disney attraction, Lindsay. Um, toss up between Soren and Haunted Mansion. Mm. Oh, nice. Aww. Haunted Mansion's good. Haunted Mansion's solid. That's and I feel bad. You know, we're supposed to be all Christian and stuff like that. I'm on like this is a ride and there's dead people and ever I I do. I don't like the crystal ball scene. I do get a little hoodoo voodoo going on there. I'm like, I rebuke it. I just rebuke this in Jesus' name. No, no. But there is no better ride music than Grim Grinning That's Ghosts. That's a fact. That's a fact. But I just love the spectacle of it. 
like like all like like it's like it's like I'm it's like I'm watching a magic show in front of me. I'm trying to like I magic is also not in the Bible. That's bad. <laughs> I'm watching a, a show of illusions <laughs> in front of me. No, it, and uh, every time though they get out, it's like please, we I'll raise the bar for you, and we'll send a ghost home with you. Every time I get off that ride, I said in Jesus' name, no, <laughs> <laughs> no sir, no in Jesus' name, I'm not fooling with that. Uh, Roddy, what's your favorite ride? Uh, toss up favorite ride uh, is is Flight of Passage, the new one. I l- absolutely love it. It's an immersive experience. It's Avatar. It, it is Avatar, and you don't have to have seen the movie to appreciate the ride. It is just an amazing ride. But I would say that uh, you know, as far as classic rides, I'll go with the Haunted Mansion. Um, but for me, the attraction that stands out is. Uh, uh, let me let me let me reveal my nerd and how it goes in a little bit of a different vein. Uh, the the Hall of Presidents. I yes. love. Have you been in the new Hall <laughs> yes. of Presidents? I have. I have with with President Trump. Yes. Um, better than I thought it was going to be. Yes. Um, I, I was I was thinking, okay, how's this going to work out? I saw the pictures of it, and on the internet, he looks terrible. In real life, I thought he looked fine. Uh, the the speech that he said was surprisingly normal for this administration because <laughs> he didn't write it. Did he do the hands? <laughs> he did the hands. He did the hands. The <laughs> hands are hands. very, yeah. very fluid. Yeah. But it's, uh, I thought it was really well done. I thought it was really well done. It, and I, and I love the new format of the attraction, the new story that they kind of tell. I thought they did a really wonderful job. That's mm-hmm. yes. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised for me. The right, the ones that always give me the feels are the American adventure and the hall of presidents. American adventure, man, that that's yeah. Hits you right in the dude. Feels. Every America. stinking time. I, every time. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm an Epcot guy. Uh, hey, we got a call coming in right now on the phone with us. Uh, let me see who this is right now. Oh, oh my goodness. All the way from California. It is the Christian nerd, Scott Higa. What's going on, Scotty? What's going on? How's Florida? Uh, you know, it's it's Florida. It's, uh, it's exactly what you would think. We had a brief snap of winter, and now it is right back to being sultry. Yeah, we have both days of winter. Just how we sultry. like it. <laughs> sultry, yes, sir. That's, uh, that's how we, we like it. Uh, Scott, you're, you're here with us uh, on the Nerdy Godcast. Uh, we've got with us some special guests, Rodney and Lindsay. Say hi to Scott Higa, the Christian nerd. Hello, hello. hello. Scott Higa. And uh, Scott, my wife is with us tonight on the show for the very first time. So, Sheena, this hello. is Scott. Scott, <laughs> Sheena. Sheena, you're a you're a saint. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down there, man. Calm down. <laughs> so, uh, Scott, we've been doing this crossover with the Christian Nerd, where we've been watching a Marvel movie every single week, talking about it on our show, talking about it on his show, The Christian Nerd, which you can check out across all the fine nerd uh, platforms for podcasts. And uh, we tonight we're very very excited. We're having a Disney themed episode tonight, Scott. So oh, is, how's that going? It's awesome. It's amazing. Uh, we're very excited that tonight we're going to be talking about the first Disney-produced uh, Marvel movie, which is The Avengers. Perfect. It lined up exactly right. It's like all of our plans are coming into place. But before we're we, like Kevin Feige, just making it all work out, just you know, stumbling into greatness. But uh, before we get into the Avengers tonight, we're gonna yeah. uh, we're, we're we're talking Disney. We're talking Disney parks. Um, Tell us a little bit about the the California Disney experience, the the Disneyland, the California Adventure. What is, how is Disney part of your culture out there on the West Coast? Oh my gosh! Uh, if you're a basic white girl and you wear your Uggs and you drink your mocha frappuccino when you're driving down to Disneyland for your annual passport, it is life. I, um, I feel like I feel like you might have just a little bit of salt uh, there. No, no, I love it. I love Disneyland. I mean, it's definitely a part of what you do growing up, the salt comes in the fact that, I mean, the 
annual passes are just exorbitantly priced now. I don't know if it's that way in Florida, but I mean, it's, it's over a thousand dollars for the premium pass. Wait, you shut your mouth. Yeah. Really? That can't be for two parks. Uh, yeah, you get both parts. You get uh, Disneyland and Disneyland's California Adventure. And California Adventure, from what I understand, sucks. It's terrible. No? No. Am I wrong? No, it's, it's gotten a lot better. It, okay. It, you're, you were right. When it opened, it sucked. Like, when it first opened, I had a friend who worked there, so I got to go for a preview day with just the cast members. And so it was cool. There was, there was, there was enough there, but I thought, well, if I, I would never go here if I was just paying to go to California Adventure because there's not that much to do. Gotcha. That was 15 years ago. So now there's a lot more. Okay. They have they have the Bugs Life Land, they have the Toy Story area. Fair enough. They're they have the Gardens of Galaxy ride, the um, tower ride, which is awesome. It is really, really have you do you have that yet? Have they transferred? We do not. We're gonna there? get our own uh Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Epcot. Uh, are, what, uh, it's going to be a coaster. Yeah, it, it's going to be a completely different ride. Um, they're taking out the Universe of Energy, and they're using the existing Universe of Energy building, which is massive. Yeah. That's going to be the queue for this coaster. That's going to be the queue? That's going to be the queue. I thought that was going to be the ride. No, 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 no. The ride is going to be out. They're building out into the current Epcot parking lot. <laughs> Um, but is, my understanding of California Adventure is that it has like all of some of the best rides that we have in Florida put in one place, so you can kind of hit all of it right there at California Adventure. Okay. Well, the, yeah, I, I just, I would, I could never go to California Adventure and be satisfied knowing that Disneyland is just across the way because the whole experience of Disneyland is Space Mountain, Matterhorn, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, all those rides that you guys all love, but. You know, the, so the, Matterhorn. the original ones. We don't have a Matterhorn. You don't have the Matterhorn. We have Thunder Mountain. We have, we have Thunder, Thunder Mountain. Mountain. So do we. And we've got side-by-side Splash Mountain. Not that single ride. We, we got a Splash oh. Mountain, yeah. So not so not the whole awkward situation. You go with a girl that you're dating, and are we two-to-one or one-to-one? One? I don't, you know, you got to figure that's that our, out. That's our Space Mountain. We yeah. have single rider Space Mountain. Or, oh, okay. <laughs> or the, uh, the, the mine train, the Snow White and the Seven Doors mine train, which... Uh, <laughs> Rodney, Rodney Cannon and I found ourselves very close and, and packed in was there. That, was that both of our first time riding I, that? It was, I think it yeah, might have been. It, I think yeah. it was yours. Yeah, we it, was, were, it, was, it was very close. We, were definitely, uh, we definitely got to know one another that day. It was Baymax and Baloo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of our Disney talk. Now, Scott, you maintain that Disneyland is superior to Disney World. Do well, you? I only say that because I think California is superior to Florida. But oh. people I know who've been to both. I, they tend to say that just because of the just the vastness of Disney World and Epcot and like all the places you can go that Disney World's better. They're right. I, mean, <laughs> I can, well, I can a, acknowledge that. All but right. I could also go to Disneyland in the middle of summer and not be swimming through 90% humidity. So, that's you know, also true. there's a lot of value in that. That's true, but I, they've never they've never taken me off of a small world for an earthquake. So, uh, you know, it's a give and take. <laughs> Maybe a hurricane. Didn't, didn't you guys shut down because of a hurricane? This like year? twice, you know, it's happened ever. <laughs> oh well, you know, nothing's perfect, but uh, we're glad. In a lot of ways, it's like Star Trek: The Next Generation. In many ways, we're superior, but we'll never be as recognized as yeah. the original. So, uh, so, so yeah. So no, it's fun. I used to have. I used to have a pass. Like I said, I just looked it up. It's one thousand forty-nine dollars for the signature passport wow, and that's, that's both nuts. parks every day of the year they just brought back the southern california one it's four it's 340 dollars, and that's like super limited days but you can't get parking with it oh, which is what what yeah so now they have it where you can only get parking with the two most expensive 
annual passes. Wow. The other two you can't get parking added on. Rodney, how is how much is the the top level annual pass here? Top level annual pass here, I believe, for uh, Florida residents, it, it's it's a little bit cheaper. For Florida residents, it's going to be somewhere around seven hundred, I think. And right. we Maybe have a little less parks. than that. We got four. And parks. we have four parks, and, and it includes parking. parking. <laughs> but we can go all the way down to uh, the the limited with the blackouts. You can do Epcot weekday select, four. which is what we have for the kids. Epcot after um, four. And then Epcot after four, which is three hundred sixty five days a year. And you get Epcot only, and it's so it's, like 10 it, it's bucks amazing. A month. Well, it's less oh than it's like gosh. eight dollars a month. Eight for bucks Epcot. a month. It's cheaper than um, Netflix, and you go to Epcot every night, and you yeah. get parking for no matter which one you get. That's right. right. True. That's, right. that's twenty Damn. bucks a pop. Yep. And, and, then, every, and then what you do is you just can pay the difference to upgrade, and you get all four parks. See, Rodney's got a whole system worked out, man. He's got like, <laughs> he sounds like he's a spread sheets for bed sheets, man. He's got this whole thing worked out. But uh, the Disney Wizard. But we have uh, we've come here to talk about the Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Oh, so good! It's I just so watched good. it today. Listen, it is. I'm just telling unreal. you, J- Joss Whedon uh, earns every bit of respect that he got for that movie. Uh, and and he could make ten Age of Ultron's that that you know as critically you know lambasted as that movie would be. That man made the Avengers, and he gets away with pretty much anything right now. I think that he could. Well, he, not for being a you know fake proponent of women's rights and then cheating on his wife a bunch. He can't get away with that. Wow! Wow! Hooray for Hollywood! <laughs> what? Somebody in Hollywood's a philanderer? Oh, color me shocked. Uh, so let's talk about the movie. What are some highlights for you, man? What are some things that you, you saw whole, that you loved? The whole thing. Yeah. I think that as I was watching it, you probably will agree that we're so numb to the fact that they actually pulled this off at this point, yeah. 10 years in, that you go back and think, oh, well, yeah, of course it's going to work. Of course they're going to pull these heroes together. Of course it's going to be great. But at the moment in 2012, you're like, is this really going to work? Sure. Are they going to be able to pull these heroes together? And then you go back and it works. The You know, when, I mean, the first thing where Cap jumps in front of the old man and is fighting Loki, I, that's just perfect Captain America. Like all the heroes are nailed. They did such a good job developing their own movies. And even the big characters like Coulson and Fury and Hawkeye and Black Widow, they were developed. The only the only new character was Maria Hill. Yeah. And, you know, everybody else was had been introduced before. I mean, it's just, it's really, I think we we take for granted how amazing it really is that it came together Yeah, and as I well as it did. And, and I'll give credit to Maria Hill because as I'm watching the movie, I found myself on eBay pricing the Maria Hill hot toys, which I never did pick on, <laughs> pick one up. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm like, I got to get my complexion, collection complete right now. I am missing a Maria Hill. Uh, yeah, it was so good. Uh, so, First, first things that that big switch, uh, Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo yeah. versus Ed Norton. Tell me, tell me yeah. where you weigh in on that one. Well, I think we talked about it when we talked about Incredible Hulk on my show was that Edward Norton was perfect for a solo Hulk movie, but Mark Ruffalo is perfect for an ensemble cast. Uh, Just he's perfect. I would have told you before. I, Ed Norton is my choice. I like him better than Mark Ruffalo until the scenes where Mark Ruffalo is interacting with with uh, Tony Stark, and I'm just oh, like, so no. good. He's so yeah. good. He's mm-hmm. so likable. And, and his vulnerability takes a different shape than, than Ed Norton's does. Yeah. Um, so. And I think he's probably really happy that he doesn't have to work out and get super jacked like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Like he can just be a normal dude and not have to eat chicken and lift weights. This is all going to be CG'd in later. <laughs> um, so any any particular uh, points that you notice that's like, oh, this is this is great. This is These are some things. I, I have a little bit of a list here, too, but I'll let you take first swing. Yeah, I think, like I said, just that they nailed their characters. Um, 
just yeah the brief intro i mean just again great chemistry that they all got together just little things like the one scene that pepper potts is in with tony stark i yeah. mean just great chemistry so good um all the stuff with colson and cap is dead on it Wonderful. just makes you love it makes you love colson so like that's what joss whedon does right he makes you love a character and then he kills even him. more than you already did then he kills him but not really because tahiti is a wonderful place yeah mm. I, I don't <laughs> i don't know mm. I, I when i watch it i'm like i i don't know if i like that they killed him or not I, but but i i, I that they when they brought him back i don't know if that cheapens that or not i mean i when i'm watching i'm going yeah he's still alive so maybe it means a little less to me than it did. yeah but at that moment it oh know, at that moment it, i was like yeah. i'll kill loki myself <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, same thing, just kind of with the, like, oh, I'm just, like, we're so used to it. I mean, in The Winter Soldier, you see three helicarriers flying all over the place, but they had a freaking helicarrier oh, yeah. in the movie. And just as you go back and look at comics and look at, like, that was S.H.I.E.L.D.'s defining thing. They had this helicarrier that would fly all over the place, and then it shows up in the movie, yeah. and it's it's great. And then, as I always say, that last, you know, when they eventually assemble in New York and the camera pans around all six of them, that that's probably my favorite that may be my favorite scene in all of movies like ever yeah it's like, super iconic it's, yeah it's so great i mean i had goosebumps when i was watching it today i know it's gonna come i have the gif of it saved on my computer but every <laughs> time i see it i get those goosebumps because it's 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 so good it's so good there were some things in this movie that, that caught my attention that i i didn't even realize how much they made sense until the other movies would come on later but all of the phase two stuff that they brought in there like oh shield is developing all these weapons all of that stuff mm -hmm. tying back to the tesseract makes so much more sense after the winter soldier when yeah. the shield is really hydra that, that all of these hydra elements never really fully went away um, mm -hmm. One of the greatest things. Uh, uh, do you guys watch Agents of Shield? Yes. Uh, have you seen yes. this stuff? We're not. We're not. We're not caught up. Where? To where this are season, you? But we're, we finished. We're through last season. So all the okay, what okay. ifs and the this, life multi decoys. We're all caught up through that. Man, my wife gets triple gold stars. She last night we're watching I'm so this proud movie because I never see anything like this. She ever. never. She, ne never, she never catches one. Things. She caught it, and I can't believe that I've, I've never seen this. But as we're watching, Nick Fury is in the helicarrier. He's talking with the World Security Council. And she says, that's the guy from S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm like, yeah, it's Agent, you know, it's Nick Fury. He's, you know, the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. And she's like, no, the guy on the screen is the, the oh, bad yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, Powers Booth. Yeah, yeah it's Gideon Malick. Yeah, Gideon, Gideon Malick. Yeah. yeah. I never made that connection. I never noticed that he was one of the World Security Council. Yeah, who's being all super shady. Mm -hmm. Being super shady, secretly the head of HYDRA. Trying to sending people to sacrifice them to a monster on a planet far, far away. Who Just... knew? I had no idea. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., ladies and gentlemen, the plot gets goofy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who knew? I had no idea. She's watching that, and I'm like, Freaking crap, freaking crap. You're absolutely right. Whole, oh my goodness, the whole thing just came together for me. Wonderful. Yeah. Made me so happy. I don't know how I'd never noticed that in my entire life. Um, apparently it's a common thing because Jessica knew about it, but shut up, Jessica. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on the internet. Jessica also does, Jessica never watched an episode of Agents of Shield. She just read about each episode. What? You, you mentioned we watch the, it now. the old man in uh, in Germany. I love that line when, you know, he, he's Loki's like, there are no men like me. And he goes, uh -huh. there, there are always men like me. Yeah. Um, great just so many great lines of dialogue which is where Joss Whedon shines 
One of my oh, yeah, totally. It's just all the banter back and forth between the heroes, and every, he's. I mean, it goes back to watching Buffy. I mean, it's just exactly how I didn't watch he Buffy dialogue. because you know, uh, as a Christian, I didn't want. Oh, that's to. right. Yeah. Sorry, I, <laughs> I, I, I forgot. Bible that, Belt. That was when I was an apostate, and I was unsaved. Yeah, it was really bad. Obviously, my parents prayed for me. I got rebaptized, and I stopped watching. It was good. Turn his rum spring up. The Lord is good, and His mercy is everlasting. <laughs> Um, they're, they're just just great lines. One of my favorite lines in the entire MCU. You might want to sit this one out, Cap. Those guys are pretty much gods. He's like, ma'am, yeah. there's one ma- one god, ma'am, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Um, great line, because Joss Whedon's an atheist. Yes. But mm-hmm. he still wrote that line for Cap, because that's what Captain America would have stunk and said, man. Uh, yeah. But, but so great. Uh, I remember when we first saw this movie, Captain America was the weak link. Uh, he was like the, the Avenger that I cared about the least. And Mm -hmm. as I'm going back and watching this, I see all of the things that I came to appreciate and really love and value about Captain America later on. So uh, it it was great. Wonderful, wonderful. As is with all these movies, I find myself taking a lot of notes in the first, like, 30 minutes of it and then stopping taking notes and just enjoying the movie. Yep, that's that's, that's exactly how my notes trail off. Yeah, amazing. Um, so, it's so good. So let's so uh, let's just hit real quick a rating on this out of five. Where where does this one rank in the this MCU? This is five out of five Avengers Assemble. Anybody disagree? I disagree. How do you disagree, Stephen? I say it's a six out of five. Shut up, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen's very bad at math. <laughs> uh, and then and then as we as we always do with our villain scale, we do out of ten. Uh, how do how do we rank Loki? I'm turning to to the the panel here at the Nerd of God Cast. How do we rank Loki out of ten? For uh, his villainy for in this one, for Avengers, nine point five out of ten. Nine point five out of ten. No, near, near perfect. No, 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 no. There's no way he's he's somewhere in the middle because he's he's got that undercurrent that that you you hate him but you love him but you hate him. Does so does loving be, him make him less of a effective villain? In in my in my eyes, he does. Oh. When I when I compare him, and now we're, I'm going to step out of the MCU, but I'm going to go straight to a villain that I can't stand. And, and that's, you know, in Walking Dead, Negan. Okay. Um, that when I see Negan is, is a 10 on the villain scale. And if anybody makes me hate them that much, I, I never hated Loki that much. I hated what he was doing, but as, as the, the character, as the person, I, I knew that there was something deep down. And, and it it's, comes back in every movie. There, there's always that, that redemptive quality about him. So it, he, was, he was middle of the road. But Loki takes that redemptive quality and then draws you in and stabs you in the side. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, he's not a... He, he's, and, and, this, and this, the Avengers version of Loki, to me, is the least sympathetic version of him in all, of all the Marvel movies he's in. Uh, I, I secretly want to cheer for him in Thor. I secretly want to cheer for him in The Dark World and Ragnarok. But in the Avengers, he's just detestable. Uh, Scott, how, yeah, how I, I kind of openly cheer for him in Ragnarok. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, what well, I think I, we gave him a nine out of ten Mjolnir's when we watched uh, Thor. So I think it's the same thing, just nine out of ten Avengers Assembled because he's so, he's so like, and and I'm sorry, I don't know who was talking about the likability of villain and wanting to hate a villain. Rodney, uh, Rodney. And I think the, I think there's there's those villains that you absolutely hate. Again, I'm going to reference something that Tony didn't watch because he loves Jesus. But uh, <laughs> uh, Dolores Umbridge from yes, yes. oh yes, <laughs> apparently I'm the, the worst. I'm the only sanctified one here. <laughs> you are, and we are basking in your glory. We're sanctified through you and by you, Tony. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. So much. Thank you. Uh, I live to she, give. Like I, I hate her. There's nothing I like about her, which makes her, I think, one of my favorite villains because I just I want all the bad things to happen to her. But is she is like, she is she the character that sort of um, 
ended up her plot line got resolved with her being dragged off into the wood by centaurs and yes. forcefully yes. abused. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you loved it because you hated her so much. It was a very Jezebel ending. <laughs> and so there's all those, 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 those the villains we love to hate, but then there's the villains that we know we shouldn't like, but we love them anyway. I think I think Darth Vader's like that. Darth Vader killed a bunch of people, but he's so cool. They're like, well, but he's Darth Vader, you know? He killed younglings, <laughs> man. We didn't like that Darth Vader, though. We like the other Darth Vader. Anakin killed young ones. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I can see that. I mean, you go even, you know, different characters like the Joker. You you hate the Joker, but you secretly like the Joker. Mm-hmm. The anti-hero. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I get that. I get that. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be with you. I'm going to keep him at nine. I would give him ten because on a sliding scale thus far in the MCU, he's just been the tippy top. Unless you count Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster as a villain, in which case he's probably a half a point <laughs> higher just because it's Jeff Goldblum. But uh, I got to leave ten open, hoping that Thanos is gonna gonna meet meet it and reach it. So um, I know that's. I mean, that's is that the one thing that that we could be disappointed with in Infinity War is if Thanos doesn't live up to what we expect him to be. He daggum better, man. I'm just saying, like he he. And then, but then that's the thing. Like you think through what like what Marvel's done. They know they've been building this guy for six years so they they can't let him fail us no. like they can't but if they do we'll it'll we'll just be like dc movie fans that's, that's a- right we're gonna jump ship we're gonna wait for the next independent movie film come on we're reboot spawn that's all we want now we're gonna go, go third party comics well uh scott tell us how uh, how the people can get in touch with you if they agree or disagree with your musings uh, or if they want to save me, because I've watched both Buffy and Harry Potter, uh, you can find me <laughs> at thechristiannerd.com. Everything there. Follow me on Twitter at Scott Higa. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, being part of this. Hashtag ICUMCU. Let us know what you think across all the socials. And uh, Scott, we'll be back with you on The Christian Nerd as we talk. Uh, I guess what, Iron Man 3. I was just with you on The Christian Nerd as we talked yeah, about Captain, Captain America, America, the first Avenger. first Avenger. And next week, you can listen to our show, my show, and hear us discuss Iron Man 3, the much reviled Iron Man 3. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it again. I need, I need to see it with some fresh eyes. So, yeah, uh, I'm, it'll be a good conversation. It will be. I'm looking forward to it. But thank you once again, Scott Higa, for letting us be a part of this. And uh, we're always glad to have you on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, the Christian Nerd, Scott Higa. Bye, everybody. Have a good night. See you, man. Everybody clap at Scott. All right. Um, the way I, that he am, said... Am I the only one that, like, I, I don't know. Like, I went so long telling people that, you know, don't Harry Potter is where the devil lives, and now it turns out everybody likes it except for me. Yeah, well, that's... Lindsay, what do you feel about Harry Potter? I enjoy Harry Potter. Oh, my goodness. All right. My, I... as, as the number of children that I have has increased, I have been able to watch and read less of them. So I haven't finished the movies or the books, okay. but I like oh. Harry Potter. Whoa, 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 I, whoa, whoa. Well, look, we I were proudly... in school when they came out. I know, but so we had more time to well, go you through have everything. Fourteen year old, I do. Okay, yeah, because so, the last <laughs> book came out eleven years ago. Oh, that makes me feel old. <laughs> I've had, yeah, I had three children at that point. <laughs> Jessica did a little dance, by the way, when mm-hmm. you said everyone likes it. Lizzie, do you like it? It's the guy I enjoy. Just went. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> well, she like celebratory did a little jig. In uh, in just a moment, we're going to give you an opportunity to go ahead and either dust off your philosopher's stone or pray for Stephen's soul. We'll be right back with the Nerdy Godcast. This summer at the Magic Kingdom, Mickey's Starland at Epcot Center. It's Captain EO in 3D. The exciting Body Wars ride. The fury of the Maelstrom. And now the Disney MGM Studios theme park with Star Tours. The Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. And the Muppets. The Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. What a year to be here. 
one one ride that I wish they could bring back is a Snow White ride. Snow, Snow White scary. scary. Oh, yes. No, this one where you actually die. Mr. Toad. <laughs> I love Mr. Toad. Toad. Ride. Maelstrom. Oh, yes. I still have you are not, not the first to pass this way, way. Nor, nor will you be the last. last. Those, Those who speak the spirit, spirit of Norway, Norway often find... Uh, <laughs> no, oh, dang it, I'm dying! That would have been great as a post. Find enchantment and beauty. I still <laughs> beauty and charm. Beauty and charm. I still haven't been on the new like Frozen... It's, yeah. yeah, it's all right. The whole time, I, I wore my kids out. The very first time we rode on it, um, I, I recited Maelstrom the, oh, the whole time. <laughs> like, we got in here. We got into that one spot where uh, uh, Elsa is doing her thing, and she's singing Let It Go, and I'm over there going, uh, Back. Disappear! Back. Disappear! 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 <laughs> so here's a new question. Now that Coco is out, do you think they're going to take the three caballeros? Yes. And no. No, that's no. the plan. No! no. Really? Is it really? That's the plan. They're, they can't what, do it. What they're trying to do is figure out how they're going to lengthen the, the queue because the, there's not enough room for it in the pavilion. Yeah. I, I, I was afraid they were going to do that, but it, it will hurt yeah. my heart. Because they ain't selling any, uh, you know, uh, Donald Duck stuff there. Yeah, they're they're going to sell the heck out of some I've cocoa. I've never beers. had to wait in any line for that ride. No. It's always a walk. And it's a charming and ride. Rare. It's a I good love ride. It. And I like, you know what other ride that I that I think is a good chill, take a nap ride is the land. <laughs> I love the land. It's a oh great gosh, ride. I love that ride. Yeah. <laughs> but legit. Hey, they are doing away permanently with uh, the circle of life. Good. They're going to turn that into a theater. Actually, it's, it's, it is a theater. They're going to continue to use it as a theater during the current Festival of the Arts, and they're going to have high school choirs and bands come and perform there throughout the year. They don't have the to year. be outside okay. now. Yep. So they're going to take. Are they going to move the uh, cheerleading stuff there too? Or are they going to get? Rid, are they going to put them in the Indiana Jones place again? I don't know. I don't. Know. I just say every time I go to, I want to do the Indiana Jones rides. Can't we're doing a cheerleading competition. And I'm like, I just want to watch Indiana Jones, man. The last three times I've gone, they've had to cancel it because of rain. Get someone to lean on the button so while they're doing the cheerleading competitions, those big, like, spiky poles come up out of the ground. <laughs> make, make them really jump and flip. Uh, now, uh, Captain Neo's not there anymore, right? What no. Dis what Disney Captain movie? Gone. I love Captain Neo. Well, no, I like the Pixar Captain Film Neo? Festival, though. Oh, is that what's there it was, now? Well, it was, at Pixar first, it was, Journey, it was Magic Journeys, which became... Magic Journeys. <laughs> <laughs> and then it became Captain EO, and then it became Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. And then it became Captain EO. And then it became Captain EO again. And did it go back to Honey, I Shrunk the Audience? No. No. Okay. No, when I was just, in seventh grade, it was They only brought it back uh, when Michael Jackson died. Yeah. Oh. I think the seventh grade trip is a Florida thing, because I also went to Epcot I think it is. Grade. Everyone I know yeah. that so did I. had seventh grade in Florida. I, did we take Christian to school in seventh grade? It Was was it seventh grade or fifth grade when we took him to Epcot? With Jesse L. It had to be seventh grade. No, it was fifth grade. Was it fifth grade? Is it Lake George? Yeah. We took this one little kid, man. He was this kid needed a leash, dude. Oh my we gosh. ended up becoming we were chaperones for this trip, and this little boy, we, we were in we meeting had to our split group. Up. We had to. Oh my! We goodness. only had like three kids. We had and three we had kids, and this little boy. I mean, he was a hoot, dude. It was like, uh, this is Jesse L. He threw his fist up in the air and went, Puerto Rico! <laughs> He's the Puerto Rican Steve Holt. <laughs> it was exactly what it was. And, uh, like, dude, Jesse L., this is no joke. You couldn't stand in one place. That cat would, like, be gone. He would, I mean, he would, and now I realize that Jesse L. is probably, like, 16 years old by now. But, yeah, he would disappear. I mean, he would, like, no, he needed a leash, that, that poor kid. And the thing that stinks is on the My Disney uh, app, 
that I have, I added the tickets that they got for that field trip to mine so I can get fast passes for our little group. And I can't take freaking Jesse L off of my thing. <laughs> so he shows up in plans Every, all the time. All you the know time. what fast passes I he know has. what Jesse L's all about because his little one-day Epcot pass is still stuck and I can't remove it. Every time I try to take the, the other parent and Jesse L, when I try to take them off of our, our group, it's like you can't delete people for, if you have current plans with them. I, I haven't had plans with them since fifth grade. But there they are. <laughs> I got I got banned from the rest of the field trips for the year because of that Disney field trip. Was it worth it? Yeah, we didn't really go on that many. Great yeah, there you know. Once you're that done was with the that, big one. that's it. Yeah. We only like two months of little school, and it was for something stupid. Wait, what'd you do? Okay, this is what I did. We had little groups like we like predetermined. These kids are going with this chaperone. <laughs> these kids are going with this. And I think one of the teachers said, if you wanted to switch groups, you have to get a teacher and both chaperones to agree, so that way there's no confusion. So it was like me and a bunch of kids I didn't really get along with. So you switch groups. And then my friends were all in another group. All of them were in one group. So, so I you switched. switch groups. And apparently nobody Trying told so the head to teacher. This story. Nobody told the head teacher. So when we got on the bus at the end of the day, uh, our main teacher, like the, the, the teacher in charge of all the seventh grade teachers, walked up. She goes, Stephen Salisbury. I'm like, yes. She goes, come with me. And she's like, you left your group. I'm like, I do I switch? Like, they said it was okay. I did what you said. She goes, no, you didn't. Nobody told me. And I said, that's not my problem. And then she said, you're not going on any more, any more field trips for the rest of the year. I don't know why I haven't learned to not ask you questions like that anymore. You are a rude. Because I switched groups. Would have been fine. You Yes, but there's a there's an arc what, to that um, story. What you Disney, switch groups. What was Disney it movie? the switching groups or was it the getting sassy at the end? It was, it was probably a little, a little from though. column A, a little from column B. <laughs> uh, so so we, we're talking about Coco potentially moving in Coco. on the Grand Fiesta mm. at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, and Maelstrom, which is one of my favorite rides, which is now the Frozen something or frozen other. Frozen Ever After. Um, and so, so what, um, what Disney ride most deserves a movie? That doesn't have one. That this 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 movie. Excuse me. What Disney movie most deserves oh. a ride? Oh, oh. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm done. I'm done with is. Disney rides to becoming movies. Haunted Mansion. Pirate with too many Pirates of the Caribbean. Maelstrom, though, Didn't that would we be say Figment about that. Mission, yeah, Mission <laughs> to Mars. That was a Disney movie. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Tower of Terror with Steve Gutenberg. Mm, I yeah. love that movie. No. So Haunted what? Haunted Mansion. What Disney uh, movie most deserves a ride? I'll tell you what. They're doing another Haunted Mansion movie. I heard. Disney movie that most deserves a ride is Melody Time from 1948. <laughs> is that the one with the singing trees? Sure. I feel like it is. <laughs> yeah. I, um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was a great one, and it's gone. How would you do a hunchback ride? That's the question. Oh. Ooh, Black Cauldron. Uh, what, what, a Black Cauldron ride. That would be interesting. What do you think, Sheena? Uh, oh, a Disney or a Pixar? Oh, Pixar is a different story. What about a Wally ride? I was just thinking that. All you do yeah. is you just kind of float on these little things the entire ride and watch. No, you're in space. Now you could, um, you could take the uh, the Tomorrowland Speedway and convert it to a Wreck It Ralph like Vanellope von Schweetz <gasps> Speedway. Sugar Rush, cool. Sugar yeah. Rush, yeah, that would be, that would be, that would be awesome. Because really cool. I was I would, thinking that would be a good Cars attraction, but no, I'd rather. Play right, Sugar it would Rush. be Cars, but they don't go fast enough. You would have to do something like. Like California Adventures cars yeah. ride, but this would, you could do that with the Tomorrowland Speed. I think that's a fantastic idea. That is a that is a great Imagineer idea. hashtag. <laughs> May it happen. Uh, what else? Maybe already, up. Uh, up. That's mm-hmm. what I was be, thinking. You'll start off sobbing. And then the rest of the ride. Will be no, what if, so you're you're in the house, but then you can see like out the windows. So there's sort of like a simulator thing where you're in the the like the mm-hmm. living room, 
and all what? the stuff is and happening then, around you, that could be kind of cool. And then you're that? in the jungle, and then you're on the airship. What was that ride? I think it's only in like one of the like the China, it was like the China or, or Japanese Disneyland's, where like you're in like a like you're going through a house. Mystery Manor. Yes. Have what you is- seen this ride, Rodney? No, what is this? It's it's in Shanghai Disney. You need to watch the. There's a uh, point of view video of Mystery Manor at Shanghai. Is it there, Haunted Mansion? No, it's. I, I thought that's what it was too. Because Phantom Manor in in yeah, Disneyland in, in, Paris, which they're, they're phenomenal right. soundtrack by the way. And they're overhauling that entire ride. They're they're redoing the whole thing on the inside. Uh, I just saw that on Disney News. Oh, okay, but they're uh, but no, look up Mystery. It better be done by the time I'm in Paris in a few months. <laughs> look up Mystery Manor. It's wonderful. It's great. Uh, cutting edge ride technology. The Pirates of the Caribbean yes. ride in Shanghai. Oh, phenomenal! I phenomenal. Would, oh my goodness! Pirates so of the good. Caribbean is my favorite ride. I would be absolutely happy if they shut it down today to bring that one over. Yeah, it's because so that good. one, and I have no idea how they do some of the stuff. Tron yeah. Light Cycles coming. Tron Light Cycles oh, yeah. is coming. Where are they? What are they replacing? Nothing. Nothing. They're, oh, they're putting it, it behind Tomorrowland Speedway. That's brilliant. Yeah, that is so good. Some, something. It's not a ride or, or an attraction even, but I think would would go over well. Would be a retheme of Typhoon Lagoon to Moana. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, nice. That's smart. Very very good. Rodney, you need to work for Disney. I, I <laughs> become the become the pastor. They, they should give me yeah. They should give me free annual passes based on how many people I've convinced like, to just, get just, annual passes. Like, just don't pay <laughs> me. Be nice. I'll just give you ideas and then just let me have a lifetime pass to all Disney parks. Well, you know That's the it. thing is they can I pay look like him. Joe Rody, get they'll my still give him the pass if he works there. I mean, it's part of what you get. Well, no, I was just saying. You might as well have the money too. I mean, I guess. So. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's let's talk. Is there any other kind of Disney news, anything that's going on? I mean, they're opening Toy Story Land this year, year right? This year, right? And when Toy Star Wars next year? I don't know why. I'm less than excited about Toy Story Land. I want Star- like, I kind of like, eh, I, I, never, just, yeah. I want to ride that Slinky Dog Coaster. Yeah. I, I'm interested in Slinky Dog Coaster. I'm interested in the, the, the whole thing. Actually, the main thing, I'm interested in uh, Hollywood Studios just tearing down some walls so that uh, there's more to do. Yeah. Um, yeah like, it, it, it's a really it's small park right now. Yeah, because yeah. they took away... They took away um, what was great it? movie ride, great movie is ride which is my, one of my yes. favorite. I'm rides. not happy about yeah. I'm not happy about the new Mickey animation ride, yeah. the the Runaway Railway. Nah, yeah, Especially it may be great, but not. Now, and now they own all those Fox ride. movies, so they could. I mean, there's so many movies that they yeah. have. Like, I wouldn't even be mad. Now I get it. It was like a, it was a trip through classic Hollywood, but it would have been cool if they like updated it and it's like, hey, here's some new movies instead. Let's take out. Uh, the shootout thing and put a Marvel movie in there. And then you can have some guy who does parkour be Spider-Man. They're not allowed around. to do the Marvel movies. Can't do that, man. That's a universal has Then it. do a Marvel movie that, that universal don't have. Put guardians of the galaxy in there. We're, we're, yeah, we're looking at you, whole... Ant-Man. You're, it's your time <laughs> to shine. I mean, I get it, but no, I know. I'm, I, I dig what you're but saying. I'm excited for the star Wars area. And one thing that I hope they do cool, like good. Well, in the star Wars area is they have some nice cues. Because that'd be nice to have some cool Star Wars interactive lines to go. Well, they're through. doing a whole interactive Star Wars hotel, are they not? Uh, yes. Yeah, so like you check in and you are are assigned, and and it's it's completely immersive. Like you are in in your character and you you do assignments the whole time. It's it's. Uh, I don't even can't even Just imagine how much this thing's gonna cost. Now here's some that would be something that was cool. Is if like the windows for your hotel, there's like an option where you can have like a like like. Uh, the window. I is think the windows. I think the windows in the main common areas of the hotel are set up to look like you're looking out over like Coruscant space. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I would like to look out of Coruscant or Naboo or Tatooine and just be desert. Yeah, 
for most Eisley. I'm very excited to see how that plays out. So uh, we got a lot of fun stuff. Of course, Disney, there's always new things happening. It seems like anymore, like lately, there's just always something that's getting shut down and redone. Star Wars is coming out opening next year at Hollywood Studios, and they've got uh, the you can ride in the Millennium Falcon, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, it looks really yes. great. Um, new stuff at really all the parks, aren't they doing? There's doing another attraction over at, uh, at Epcot as well, aren't they? France, Ratatouille. The Ratatouille. Yeah, adding Ratatouille. They're doing so, the Guardians coaster. A uh, there's a major overhaul coming in. They're going to redo the entire entrance of Epcot. Really? The, uh, the, the tombstones are going to be taken out. Are they putting uh, a hotel there? No. Oh, that's what I'd heard that they were putting a hotel at the. At the the concept art that I've seen, it's going to be a lot cleaner look. It's going nice. to have some landscaping and, and it's going to open wide up. But they're also going to tear down the stinky buildings. Um, the interventions, yeah. east and west, and all the, the where uh, well, uh, mouse gear down, is. Right? Uh, they, for the most part, they, you still have um, Colortopia in, in one of them and uh, something else. I'm, There's I'm not a sure. a little but. attraction about like what to do in case of a storm, how to board up your windows. No, that one's closed. Is it closed? Stormstruck. Like all the, all the, like that was the last remnants of, remember when this was the educational Disney park? Yeah. Yeah. yeah now it's going to be, here's all the movie. It's a, a movie Disney park, you know? Yeah. The, it's, it's being taken over. Yeah. Frozen was really the, the big shift in going from education and culture to this mythical place that, mm -hmm. that, you know, it's, it's more about the, the money-making entity than the than the educational value, but there is not to be confused. Ed, Epcot is still the most <laughs> educational park, and there you get the most um, opportunity for education there, and that's part of the reason we take our kids there so much. Also, pound for pound, the best food uh, of yes, any Disney theme park. Yes, and yes, and you will best, gain pound for pound. Best indeed. seasonal stuff. Festivals, festivals, all year. yeah, festivals, food festivals, festivals all year. year round food days. days. I'll take the food festival ten times over Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. Yeah, well, that's uh, probably because you haven't been to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. I've never <laughs> been to that, and because you know why? Because I don't have to pay extra to go to the the food and wine. It's festival. so much fun though. Yeah, but I'm I'm already paying for the pass. Like if they did like a pass holder day or pass holder. If they could did a go, pass holder day where pass holders could but go, you, are. you wouldn't want to go to that no, because I would not want to be there. that would be crazy crowded it, with it all the would. cheap people like you. But you're all, you are paying more for the food and wine festival, or you're just smelling it. Yeah, I mean, they don't give you the food for free. <laughs> I know that. And if you add up all the food that, well, for me, it, it if costs, you add up all the food that I than, eat, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm paying more to eat around the world lap, than yeah. it for one night at, at uh, Not So Scary. And the, at least when I leave Not So Scary, I got enough diabetes in my bag to to go through about a pound of metformin. <laughs> all right, medical talk right here on the Nerdy Guy Cast. Uh, who wants to play a game? I do. Yes, yes. All right, Yay. we're going to play a game. This is something that we've done on the show before. It's called Siri Says. Oh. So you guys have your boards in front of you. Yes. You're going to write down the, the correct answer. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play the lyrics, a select lyric, nothing oh. that should be too much of a layup, oh, from a tough. Disney song brought to you by Siri. She will not be singing. She will be speaking in her, uh, her dead robot voice. So uh, if you guys know what the answer is, write down the song. You can write down the, the movie, too, if you want an extra half point. What if we don't know the song, but we know the movie? Then you get a, the half point. Okay. All right. So uh, write this down, and here we go. We're going to start out. we got a few of them here, not too, too many. But um, these are not all very easy. So uh, let's do our best, and here we go. Our mental synchronization can have but one explanation. You and I were just meant to be. All right, writing down your answers right now. This one's kind of a layup from the beginning. Jessica, do you have an answer? I'm in the middle of writing it. Okay. You can still say it. Love is an open door. Love is an open door frozen. from? Frozen. 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 Everybody got that? If you got that, go ahead and add a point. Steven, you got it? Yes, sir. Lindsay. 
Rodney, yep. Sheena is an easy one. All right, here we go. They're going to get a little more difficult. I saw a clothes horse. He reared up in Bach. And they tell me that a man made a vegetable truck. I didn't see that. I only heard. Just to be sociable. I'll take your word. I'm going to write something down. I'm going to write down a movie. I'm going to play it again. I saw a clothes horse. He reared up in Bach. And they tell me that a man made a vegetable truck. I didn't see that. I only heard. Just to be sociable. I'll take your word. I wrote on a movie, but I could not 100% tell you the song. No guesses? Hold on. Oh, I got I the movie. I have a guess at a movie. All right. Hold on. All right. I don't know. I'm guessing. All right. What's your movie, Rodney? Oliver and Company. No, it's not Oliver and Company. High School Musical? Not High School Musical. Hunchback of Notre Dame? Nope. Jess? Oh, I got nothing. Sheena? Dumbo. It is When I See an Elephant Fly from Dumbo. Oh, Good job, nice. Sheena. Very nice. Sheena's I heard a front porch swing. I saw a diamond ring. That's only because you sing that song all the time. <laughs> but I've been unseen about everything when I see the elephant fly. Okay. Aww. <laughs> Lightly, uh... Lightly racist overtones <laughs> to that. There was a lot Lightly? of light racism back how, in the early <laughs> Disney days. I don't know how Uncle Remus got the can, but that one's allowed to fly. Um, here we go. Unintended. Fly. Yes, sir. We pride ourselves on service. You're the boss, the king, the shah. Say what you wish. It's yours. True dish. How about a little more baklava? <laughs> Uh, give, her, give her credit for attempting the pronunciation. My All pen right. is broken. Your pen is broken. Here, yeah, try my this pen. one. No, that was my pen. It, they're both broken. Try this one. That was Try broken. some of column A. <laughs> and some, some of column B. B. All of column B. I'm in the mood to help nope. you, dude. All right, what's the song? Never had a friend like Never me. From like Aladdin. Me. Aladdin, sir. Very good. All right. Mr. Aladdin, sir. Mr. Aladdin, what will sir. your pleasure be? Here we go. I know everybody on this island seems so happy on this island. Everything is by design. I know everybody on this island has a role on this island. So maybe I can roll with mine. All right. Okay. Not too, too hard there. If you know it, you know it. Jessica, do you know it? I don't know the song. Is it from Moana? It is from Moana. What's the song? How Far, How far I'll, I'll go. go. How Far I'll Go. If you got it, you should be keeping your own scores, by the way. That's that's really more of the reason why you have the pen is to be keeping every, your own. Every, every, <clears throat> every time I drive my nieces anywhere, like, put on Moana. Have you seen Moana? Yes, I have. It's a fantastic movie. Oh, it was movie. great. The water was phenomenal, which is a weird thing to say, but I thought that was real water. No, the water in Nemo was phenomenal. The, the entire movie of Moana... Is phenomenal, right? But Lin the character Manuel of Miranda. the water, yes. the ocean as the character. No, I understand. Yeah, but that entire stinking movie. Now that movie did get him robbed of his egot. He almost got his Oscar for that movie, but he did not get it. Who won the Oscar? I couldn't tell you. All right, fantastic. But it wasn't him. All right. No, but when when Grandma turns into a a, a stingray, oh, all the it, fields, oh forget with it, the wind that blows over the trees, and now, she comes up from underneath the nighttime show, right in the fields. The nighttime show at yes. uh, at Magic Kingdom, uh, happily ever after. <laughs> When they do that, that Moana yet. scene, yes. it gets it, dude. And when the fireworks are the swirls They're that the are swirl. on the sail from the... Masterful. Oh, yes. So good. Amazing. Best nighttime show. At Absolutely. Out, which, and, and that's hard because I would automatically, by default, give it to Star Wars. But I haven't seen that one either. Star Wars is great. Star well, Wars, yeah, the Star Wars the one is one. great. I saw like the first part, like the first iteration of it. What, what makes Star Wars great is the audio. 
Oh yeah. Uh, because the fireworks show is oh okay. Oh yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not. It's not like the the immersive experience that Happily Ever After is. No, but when but you have when the thirty foot emperor shooting lightning out and it's going yes. through all the trees over your head, that's pretty impressive. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I like that. All right, here we go. These are this is a tough one. Who 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 who? I'm streetwise. I can improvise. Who 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 who? I'm street smart. I've got New York City hard. Is that a new day? Who, 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 who? Can you play that one more time? Sure. Who, who, who? I have a feeling who, if you know who, it, you know it. If I'm streetwise. I can improvise. Who, 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 who? I'm street smart. I've got New York City hard. There's the, 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 the there's a clue in that that you, if you know it, you know it. Well, I, I watched both the cannons go. Okay, like right at, <laughs> at the same time, and then what it was. I don't know the song, but I wrote a movie down. All right, what As movie did, did you I. write? I wrote The Aristocats. Not The Aristocats. I did, I does not no. take place in New York. No, Oliver and Company. It is Oliver no, why should I? It's Billy Joel. I don't Billy know Joel. the name is of the song, why should but that's, I worry? that's absolutely why Billy Joel. Why should I worry? Yeah. Why should I worry? Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. Or if I did, I, I saw it when I was a kid and I forgot. It was in yeah, weird, like, Billy Joel. It's, it's, it's a the Billy Joel soundtrack. Is, just. Yeah. I'm not mad at he William plays, Joel. Who is it? I forget the character. Dodger. The Artful Dodger. Yeah. All right, here we go. Honestly, I get that one confused with... All right, these are all you need Disney. To watch both of them back to back, you'll never mix them up again. Disney yeah. songs. I promise you, there is nothing from High School Musical, Camp Rock, or the like. <laughs> Bless you, Jesse. No Jesse. No Descendants. Feels no nothing. Feels like a party every day. Here we go. Welcome to our tropical hideaway, you lucky people. You. If we weren't in the show starting right away, we'd be in the audience too. Rodney's oh, excited. I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> Say that again. Welcome to our tropical hideaway, you lucky people. You. If we weren't in the show starting right away, we'd be in the audience, too. In the audience, too. In the tiki 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 room. In the tiki tiki room. All the birds singing words in the flower. I wrote it down. The tiki, you just wrote it down. The tiki room. Cheetah. I've only been in there one time. All right, that was a little bit of a swerve. Because well, I, I offended. I got you. That was a swerve because it was just uh, yeah. in the theme park. Now, remember when we had uh, Noah Nelson? Oh, my gosh. Little baby so Noah. He's cute. like a year and a half he'll old. Be, he'll be two in like a month and a half. And I took him into the tiki room, and that kid, it was just like he, he was. loved it. It was the greatest thing he'd ever seen in his entire life. Totally validated. I love the tiki room. I Me go into too. it all the time. And I didn't mind it when they did the Iago and Zazu version. <laughs> I like that, too. Zazu. But I'm glad it's back to the original for me. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> DDD danger. Lurks behind you. There's a stranger out to find you. What to do? Just grab onto some duck tails. Woo woo. Woo woo. All right. I know that was kind this of an easy one. In translation. But it's still funny. <laughs> There's a DDD danger. <laughs> woo woo. Duck tails. Duck tails. I'm counting that one. I don't care. Count it, everyone. That's a free point for everybody. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. The rainstorm and the river are my brothers. The heron and the otter are all my friends. And we are all connected to each other in a circle, in a hoop that never ends. I hope I get this right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sense. Having sister canon check your answers. <laughs> but I spelled it He's the British it. way to be different. Well, that's wrong. Spelled What's the British a way? With a U. Oh, and you. a U. Pocahontas? Pocahontas. Lady Pocahontas. That's how I feel about the movie. It's it's 
Poo Kahanas. Um, all right, so what do we got? Pocahontas, Colors, Colors of the, of the wind. wind. Colors of the Wind. Colors of the yes, Wind. Yes, yes. Colors right, very of good. the Wind. Uh, almost here, almost ready. Here we go. I admit that in the past I've been a nasty. They weren't kidding when they called me, well, a witch. But you'll find that nowadays I've mended all my ways, repented, seen the light and made a switch. If you know it, you know it. I got it. Never seen this movie, but I'm guessing anyway. <laughs> All right. Okay, don't look at me like that. Then I don't get. It. I got it wrong. Then. All right, Stephen, what do you got? I just, I had guessed a movie because I didn't know. Uh, I wrote Tangled. Tangled <laughs> is a good guess, but it's, it's not right. I can tell by the fact that Jessica gave me a look. Jessica, what is it? Poor unfortunate souls. It's from oh, the Little Mermaid. Yeah. yeah, that's like the one I've seen the least. <clears throat> Slow right. and Rodney can sing all the words too. Never ever thinking there was danger in the water they were drinking, they just guzzled it down. Never dreaming that a scheming sheriff and his posse was a watching them and gathering around. It's a tricksy one. I'll play it again. Never ever thinking there was danger in the water they were drinking, they just guzzled it down. Never dreaming that a scheming sheriff and his posse was a watching them and gathering around. Okay, I don't know the song, but I I think I know the movie. Okay. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. All right, what do we got, Rodney? I got Robin Hood for a movie. That's what I wrote down. Robin too. Hood. Yeah. And what's the song? Mm -mm. Oh, is it? Is it? Uh, no, no, no. Can I, I guess? I didn't write down. Sure. I to guess. Is it? Uh, I, I don't know if this name is song, but is it the 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 uh, Robin Hood and Lil John walking through the forest. Is it that song? What's the name of the song? Robin Hood and Lil John walking through the forest. Oodalali, oodalali, what a day! I didn't know that was the that, name of the song. I just thought that was a lyric. That, that, that melody that you were singing there, I was waiting on. Is that scooping up the field Ooda mice and popping them on the head? It does sound a lot like that. All right, I'm gonna skip a couple because we're almost out of time here. Oh, don't skip them. Well, yeah, but the cannons still have to drive four hours home. So two. Here we go. A wiki wiki may lohi lohi, la may I co papa he nalu, flying by on the Hawaiian roller coaster ride. <laughs> Again, I know that wasn't going to be hard, but I just wanted to hear her say it. Hawaiian roller coaster ride. <laughs> yeah, it is Hawaiian roller. From uh, Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. Stitch. A great movie, a fun movie. The girl who played Lilo just got arrested for stealing a car really? uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, what? I didn't know she's also the girl from The Ring. Yeah, yeah. That came out of the bathtub. Mm -hmm. Yeah, creepy little. Never Chica. seen that. I haven't either. Lilo, I just, it's I'm really aware of it. About, she's got yeah. range. It's about a little girl, and then she meets an alien. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He'll whisper, "I love you," and steal a kiss or two. Though he's far away, he'll find my love someday. Someday when my dreams come true. Play it again. He'll whisper, I love you, and steal a kiss or two. Though he's far away, he'll find my love someday. Someday when my dreams come true. Please, yeah. Uh, I can't believe I didn't get that first. Someday. My prince will come. Oh, I was thinking of the one from uh, the end credits from, was it Hunchback? The all for the take six. All for one. It was one of those. Oh, 
Uh, oh, oh, please don't ever put Take Six and Awful One in the same category. Because one group is You just mutations. offended what? him. Was all the, other the other is teenage was, boys. Wait, I, was, I said over one, and then I thought of Color Me Bad. That's a different Oh, there we go. Now, those can go in the same that's category, although Color Me Bad, that's, that's my jam. Uh, what do we got, Rodney? Um, someday my prince will come from Snow White. Snow White. Snow White. Snow White. White. Uh, all right, we'll do we'll do two more. We go. We're out of time here. Have faith in your dreams, and someday your rainbow will come smiling through. No matter how your heart is grieving, if you keep on believing, the dream that you wish will come true. Tag on. This is tough for you kids that were raised on The Lion King and. Uh, I watched all those old movies too. I just didn't watch them as repeatedly. You sure. better know this if you've ever seen Wishes, or if you've ever seen a commercial for the Magic Kingdom. Well, I don't know the song, but I wrote a movie down. What's the movie? I wrote Pinocchio. It's a, it's Jiminy Cricket, but I don't know the name of the song. I couldn't tell you the name of the song or the first lyrics. I I can't. It's been like I haven't you seen Pinocchio. Oh, yeah, star. yeah, that makes sense. I don't think it is. Isn't it? No. no. I thought it was a dream uh-huh. as you wish your heart it's made. A it's, a it's a dream. It's a wish your heart made. That's what I wrote down. Oh. you keep on believing. Dang it. But I didn't think that, that was right. Oh, yes. True. That's not when you wish upon a star. No. No, it's Cinderella. I mixed them both in my head. That's a smash up waiting yeah. to happen, though. It happened. It has to have happened. I almost wrote down. A dream is a wish your heart makes, because so but wait. I didn't think that was the name of the song. So I went too far out on that limb and fell. Yep, that's okay. So wait, which one was it? It was a dream, a dream is, a is a wish your heart, heart makes. Dang and it, which, man. From Cinderella. From Cinderella. Okay, I was. Well, so it wasn't Pinocchio. No, no. no. I was, why did everyone like look like it? Was? I was with you. <laughs> I'll take my I half. I was you said it with such confidence that you just swept yeah. people up. Yes, into I your, was right there with you. I got the confirmation from. I went through them both. Firstly, on the way, but I settled on. I'll give you two more just so Stephen can have a chance to redeem himself. Okay. Here we go. I have often dreamed of a far-off place where a great warm welcome will be waiting for me. Simple one. Man, Rodney, whipping that board out. He is bolting with an answer. Writing a novel. I don't got it. No? I'm mad at myself. I know it, but I can't think of it. I have often dreamed of a far-off place where a great warm welcome will be waiting for me. Yeah, now I know it. Just because he did the he yep. did the, the thing. Put him on. He didn't say anything. I'm writing it down. <laughs> I said Bolton. Michael Bolton did the song. I, I thought I'd try to give a little clue there. Okay, Maybe. that this is one of the most epic moments in Happily Ever After. Uh, oh yeah, is this song. Oh yeah, in the in the new nighttime show. Yeah, so good, so good. And what is it? I can't remember the name. Go of the, the distance. Go the distance. That's the name. Hercules. 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 Let me reference the late nineties. All right, here's the next, here's the last one. <laughs> here's the last one. She think I'm a steed. <laughs> a curse on you. A curse on your cow. <laughs> All right, nice mushu. <laughs> oh, I thought you were still doing donkey. No, here we go. Have faith in your dreams, and someday your rainbow will come smiling through. No matter how your heart is grieving, if you keep on believing, the dream that you wish will come true. Fate is kind. She brings to those who love the sweet fulfillment of their secret longing. That's not, wait, that's not the same one. No, it's not the same one. Fate is kind. She brings to those who love the sweet fulfillment of their secret longing. 
I'm that just, was that was written. That was copied from my diary. I'm just gonna write down a movie. Gosh, I know the song, but I can't think of what. It's I don't know it because I don't know the tune. So let's write. Down. What is it, Rodney? It, this is the other one. This is this what is I the sang other last one. time. This is when you wish upon when a star. you wish upon a star oh, from what Pinocchio. movie, Stephen? Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> All right, what's our scores tonight, Jessica? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Steven. Seven oh. and a half. Sheena. Yeah, how do we get halves? If you got the movie and the movie. If you only got the movie or the or the song. I don't know. I had 11, I'll but give, I was only doing whole scores. But you got an 11. Oh, yeah. You, were you like one point for the movie and one point for the? No. Oh, so she's 11. That means that she's beating you all. Uh, yes. Rodney, I, yeah, because I, I had 11 and a half, and that included all my half points. Yeah, I stopped counting at 11. All right, so we'll give it a, a three-way tie between the Cannons and the Talaveras. Great job, everybody. Way to teach these young whippersnappers a thing or two. Yay! I was yeah. right there with you on Pinocchio. <laughs> I just realized I'm now the youngest person at this table, which doesn't happen very often. That's a fact. How does That's that a feel? Fact. So I'm the only one here under 30. Disney is a thing, and uh, one of the things that I've noticed about Disney and, and Disney culture lately is they stumbled upon a formula that really seems to be working for them, so they have uh, taken all the cows out of the barn, and they're milking them for all that they were are worth. Um, a, a legacy of animated movies. How many Disney animated movies are there? Do you guys even know off the top of your head? Uh, there's at least. <laughs> I mean, this is going back to all the way to December 1937 with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. So, I mean, we're we're going back 80 years, if if my math is correct, 90 yes. years. How's that? I'd say close to 100. Close to 100 years. I'm, I'm not that bad at math. Yeah. 91. <laughs> okay. 80, 80 years. 80 years. 80 years. 91 movies. That's a that's a lot of movies, including Disney Pixar. So a rich animated heritage. But lately, they've been going back to their old uh, animated classics and remaking them as live action movies. Yeah. You, you guys have seen these, um, and, and a, a couple of them took off. Um, and, and now they're just dredging them out one after another after another and, and lining them up for remakes. Uh, let's talk about these. Have you guys seen the... What Disney animated movies have you seen that they've remade into live action? I, th I think I've seen all of them but Pete's Dragon. I have not seen Pete's Dragon. Does Pete's Dragon count as an animated remake? Because it's, it's no so. more or less animated than the other one was. I mean, you have a... It's about as animated... Well, I, would I mean, say it's still it's less involved animated. the animation studio. It's also less... I would say it's less animated than... Um, Fan Roger Rabbit or Cool World. Neither of those. I, I know that, but I'm just more saying, like, animated than Mary Poppins. But yes. it's but Pete's Dragon was a live action movie with an animated dragon, and current Pete's Dragon is still a live action movie with an animated dragon. But yeah. but yes, I think I, you can put it on the list. It's, it's, animated it's a, it's a remake. It was of a their real dragon. Property. You hush. <laughs> with a real fuzzy dragon. Uh, I liked the I liked Elliot from Pete's Dragon, and more importantly, I liked Elliot from the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade. Now that was great. Now in uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade, no, was it is it the Main Street Electrical Parade where the little kid the was it? Uh, he sits on top of the. But dragon. it's he sits on top of the dragon. Mm -hmm. He's a little British boy. Yeah. Okay. I hadn't I have not seen Pete's Dragon since I was a child. Like I don't remember it at all. The movie came out the year I was born. Yeah, it did. It's old. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, aside from that, let's talk about the other ones. What are what are some of the live action ones that you've seen the remakes of? Have you have you seen any? Well, of you these? can you can almost put them into a couple different categories because you've got the remakes that like from Cinderella and Beauty <laughs> and the Beast, but then you also have the retelling of the, of the history, like Maleficent. Yes. Okay, yeah, that, that gives you the the uh, villain's perspective and and changes. Changes the narrative. Where, how do now, you, where, if you're breaking those two things down, which do you prefer? Do you prefer them to go back and reimagine the same story, or to tell it from a different perspective or a different point of view? I enjoyed the new perspective, but I'm I'm 
bringing in some Christian uh, theming in here, I don't like the um, the the. the Three hundred sixty degree or the one hundred eighty degree turn on the villain is not really the villain. Now I understand uh, uh, grace and how people can change, and we need to be able to to look at people in in a different light. However, Maleficent from the Sleeping Beauty animation, she evil. She was she, she was evil. evil. She became the dragon. She was terrifying as a child. I can recall that being one of the most. My mother didn't let us watch that movie when we were really little because she thought it was it's Maleficent scary. was evil. Oh yeah, she's, and, she's and, nasty. And they uh, uh, she's scary. The, the she live action movie was, was uh, the perfect cast. Oh yeah. I mean that, that Angelina Jolie was Maleficent, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that she was until yeah. she put the horns on those cheekbones though. Those cheekbones. <laughs> uh, so uh, going going back to the to Maleficent, which was a beautiful movie. I mean, well shot, well, it was an attractive movie. Did you like it? I enjoyed it. I loved it. Eh. I liked it. I thought it was okay. Angelina Jolie decided to overact a lot in that movie. Well, I mean, but, you got two giant horns sticking up at your head but, and a pair of wings. But it's definitely, to me, it's like towards the bottom of the new ones, but I definitely appreciated it more because it wasn't just, like, the Beauty and the Beast is almost like, not shot for shot, but it's a beat for beat remake to a T of the original one. Like there's, uh, there's really no originality. Exactly. There's no originality to it. Like it's this. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, to Beauty and the Beast. To the new one. This, oh, there absolutely is. is. Beauty and the Beast. They introduced We're gonna a backstory. <laughs> they introduced the backstory that I didn't even know I wanted. It's, sh- it's like sharks yeah. and jets up in here. Now, okay, now when I we did talk, like that. We talked about this a couple months ago. We said we're going to have this episode. Lindsay Cannon. We're talking at at on a. We're, I want a dinner cruise or something like that. Going around. Uh, the, it was the not Tam- a booze. Tampa cruise. Bay. No booze. <laughs> uh, lots of roast beef and lots of cheesecake. And they brought us lots of cheesecake. Uh, and we're talking about this episode, and okay, you were against the Beauty and the Beast live action. I grew up on the animated Beauty and the Beast. As did we all. My little sister got it for Christmas, watched it every day till February. The whole family still to this day. You turn it on, I can recite every movie, every word to the whole thing. And I just was very skeptical that they were not going to mess it up. Like, I really don't want them messing up my Beauty and the Beast. Of course. So I just... But when we watched the, the preview at, at uh, uh, the, the it One beautiful. Man's Dream, it was it, it was great. It, it was the opening... It but uh, the more I saw, it was just like, oh, they're, they're messing up my Beauty this. and the Beast. Yeah, right. right. I don't... I'm, I'm good with the Beauty and the Beast I have. Sure. Right after Christmas, I was sick. I was laying on the couch all day anyway. I was like, all right, it's on Netflix. I'll watch it. And I, I texted you when I you was did. done. And I said... I was wrong to question, to be doubtful. It was fantastic. So what did you love about it? Um, Gaston was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. He was, he was Every song he sang, like my favorite songs in the whole thing were the songs that Gaston did. Um, it, it, was, it was beautiful. It, it was very well made. It just, it was great. And I loved that the song during the end credits was not Beauty and the Beast, but it was Celine Dion. I was fine until then. And that was where I got teary. That was it. I was like, oh, that's Celine Dion. Okay. See, I mean, <laughs> that's how Beauty and the Beast should end. It's me. <laughs> the, tr- trust, when I, when I found out that Emma Watson was going to be Belle, I was like, that's perfect casting. That's perfect casting. And I, Emma Watson's like number one for me when it comes to like celebrity crushes. I love Emma Watson. But I just still was found like, like, Okay, like it was like it wasn't bad. It was by far she, not a bad. She movie. grew on me. At first, yes. I wasn't like, eh, and then by the end, I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I like. Her. I li- like the movie. Like the movie grew on. Like the beginning, I was like, okay, like I was like, okay, here's all the stuff from like it's 
it's the original it's the original just with people instead of cartoons yeah and then by the end i'm like okay like i like it like i like i love the beast the beast was one of my favorite characters i didn't movie. i didn't like him in the previews uh, but i really liked him in yes. the movie uh gaston once again i thought gaston was great lefou so was great lefou yes. great character yes yeah now Je- jessica you're a mm-hmm. beauty and the beast fan what mm-hmm. was your thought you saw the live action i've not seen the live action one yet okay then you don't get i am holding off because i feel the same way as Lindsay it did was before fantastic it well, really no, was well, I'm I'm really really Jessica, we, we were, Jessica won't like it. We, I don't we think were like it. called, you know, to, to talk specifically. So I just spoiler alert on on this. But like I said, for me, that backstory that I didn't know I wanted was the story of Belle's mother. Mm-hmm. And when Beast took her to uh, Paris, and they were in that room, and the doctor's death mask. Spoiler! Oh alert. my gosh, I said that already. <laughs> um, but that right there, my heart broke. And I was I was in that room with them, and I thought, my gosh, what a, what a great addition to the story that I didn't think I needed. Yeah, uh, because you you kind of see Belle as a fully realized character in the animated movie. She's smart, she's savvy, she wants more than this provincial life. And eventually, I mean, she could have been chill with the Beast from the beginning if he would have just been cool. It was more about his arc. But in this one, she got over some stuff too, mm. and I think they gave her a little bit more room to develop as a character, and I appreciated that. I thought all the supporting characters were fantastic too. It's yeah. Cogsworth and Lumiere and and her father and I honestly I I like Emma Watson, but she probably was one of the least yeah. for me in the movie. I was, I was like, like okay, she was all right, but, but she wasn't what made me enjoy it. So I much. did have a moment when I was watching it, and then the father uh, uh, being comparable, Kevin Klein. But he said something, and I was and my my like. like senses went off I'm like it's Mr. Fish Odor like, like I knew he was the same person <laughs> but like there was something that he said that was like exact, like the exact tone of Mr. Fish Odor from Bob's Burgers and I'm like oh I'd forgotten uh, so, so we watched Cinderella the other day I watched that this morning have you guys seen the last I have not no. yet seen Cinderella I'm going to tell you that was the one I had the zero desire to watch I loved it it was, it was great it was great. I thought it was great. Lily James was fantastic. Kate, Kate, Blanchett, Kate Blanchett was, was phenomenal. Kate Blanchett was my favorite character in that, but I also like the fairy godmother. Yeah, Helen oh, Bonham Carter. Yes, yes. I, I love Stephen's other knew. movie crush. <laughs> That's number two. <laughs> but <laughs> what does that look for? What does that look for for the kids? You don't Helena have a Bonham type. Carter is a, no, there's no. T- you can't go from Emma Watson to Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> Listen. No, I think you went from that's, that, Carter You don't to have a crush on. No, 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 you no. don't have a movie. You have a thing for Tim Burton. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Watson. Emma Watson. He also, like Pee Wee Herman was his number three, so you might be right. <laughs> Emma, Emma Watson was like from when I was a Pirates. child. I watched the Harry Potter movies, and I'm like, oh, and it was age appropriate. I was like, oh, that girl's cute. So I kind of grew up with Emma Watson. But I, Helen Bottom Carter, when I was 15, I discovered Helen Bottom Carter. I'm like, she's fantastic, and then. Since then, she's been my, my really number two. Steven, I think this, we're, we're taking this down a real dark pathway here. But anyway. <laughs> she, yeah, that, Cinderella was really, and it was another one that I, I didn't want to, like, she, Cinderella, the, the actress, who, who played Lily Cinderella? James. So good. Mm-hmm. And she grew on me more and more as the movie went, yeah. too. And I didn't realize that that movie was directed by like Kenneth, Kenneth freaking Branagh, man. I, I knew it, forgot about it, and then when his name came up at the end, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And Gilderoy. It, and it made sense. <laughs> it was Gilderoy really, yeah. it, it, was, it was a very Harry Potter movie there. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it, was, it was very, very well done. Very well done. And uh, I wasn't a huge Cinderella fan from the original animation. I mean, it was a little girly for when I was a kid. I was uh, in more about Robin Hood than I was Cinderella. But, man, I thought it was the, the movie was just great. It was just great. The casting was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who I didn't like in that movie? Uh, what's his name? The Duke. 
The Duke, yes. Uh, the monocle. Uh, no, he Skarsgård. didn't have the monocle. Stella yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, the guy from Thor. Yes. Thor, yeah. <laughs> Stella every time he kept talking, I'm going. Who is that? He sounds... It's Eric Selvig. Yes. <laughs> He's a friend. I was who like... Was, who was the other guy? Um, I, I, I can't remember the, his the name. Prince, the Prince. Not the Prince. The captain. The guy that was always... The captain. The, the guy that was always with the Prince. Yeah, the the black guy. I don't, yeah. I don't know who... He was great. I, I loved know, him. He was yeah, I liked great. Him. But in my mind, I was like, it's like I couldn't remember. I knew him from somewhere, yeah. but I couldn't remember. Kate Blanchett was great she was in that a, movie. She was probably the she best was part. So of yeah. She was so good. Always great. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She is always great, except for in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Unforgivable. <laughs> oh gosh. So I don't know. Okay, now an, one of the ones that I think was the best, and it, it's the least conventional because they're, it's not a hey, let's wake up the princess within all of us. But uh, John Favreau's The Jungle Book. I think loved that, it. I love it. Absolutely I think so good. I think that one's the best. The best of the live action remakes. I think phenomenal. The best one. Ben Kingsley. Um, oh, the cast. The Bill cast Murray. is incredible. Yeah, the cast. Idris Bill Elba. Murray. Idris Elba yes. was a phenomenal. Christopher yes, yes. Walken is King Louis. Wow. In Ness' absence, and I will gush for Idris Elba. I got so Look at me. I'm a monkey. And you're not a monkey. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> Every time I have a chance to, watch watch to do my Christopher Walken, I want to do it. Whoa. 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 A time, <laughs> but like I'm the king, not here. The jungle scene. I guess kind of like Beauty and the Beast when they got appreciated the week is they gave you a another kind of backstory. Yeah, you know you wanted that. Yeah, yep. Shere Khan kill. Spoiler alert, kills Mowgli's father or mother or parent. Sure. Yeah. Guardian. Yeah. And uh, how dare you assume their gender? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that. I was like, wait, was it? I'm pretty sure it was his father, but was it his father? Yeah. Um, but it was a nice little moment, like. Shere Khan's part of Mowgli's story since the beginning. And yes. I like the way that Shere Khan comes in and the, the intimidation game between him oh. and all the other animals. So wonderfully done. Baloo. Oh, it's fantastic. Mm. Just it's Bill magical. <laughs> Just <laughs> magical. Like, like uh, I can't remember. Like, he was doing something when he was trying to get Mowgli to go, like, get the honey. Get the honey. And he, someone tries to say, he goes, Sh-, like, he's like, he's like, oh, just don't worry about it. But it's like, it's like, that's 100% Bill Murray, and I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I love it because he started out as just, hey, I'm a selfish kind of guy, but he had a little bit of a character arc, too. Yeah. Uh, what, what, uh, I didn't see this. 101 Dalmatians. Oh, yeah, I forgot they did that. I didn't see oh, it either. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I Daniels. did watch it. Yeah, no. But I was, no, like, I forced to. No. Yeah, it was a long time But, but I wasn't a fan Wait, of the, the original. That yeah. was kind of the first one, though, I right? I like that one. I was forced. Oh. Glenn Close? Wasn't that the first, like, live? Oh, no, yes, actually, I did see Disney, that one. Disney yeah, did a live-action Jungle Book in the 90s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With Carrie Elwes. Yes. Jason Scott Lee. Jason Scott Lee. Was, was Carrie Elwes in that too? I they think did a he couple. Was. I think he was. They did. I remember. One, they did. But the animals didn't talk in that one. No. So no. Just, no. So they, yeah. That's what they, they did. Didn't have but then there was another one they did in the '90s called Mowgli's Story, and I loved that. Was one. that a Disney one? I don't know. I'm, I, it might have not been Disney. In my mind, it was Disney because I always thought it just it came in the big plastic clamshell VHS cassette, so it might as well have been Disney. But it was Mowgli. It was basically the same thing, but it was but they had like the live. You know why? Because the Jungle Book is public domain, so anybody yes. can make a movie on it. You don't but have to pay my, Riddler, Riddler Kipling anything. But also, like the kid in it was in another Disney movie. He played Johnny Tsunami in the Disney original movie Johnny Tsunami and its sequel. Stop talking. So I thought it was okay. Um, I'm looking up just right <laughs> quick, and I'm seeing 2018, the Jungle Book. They're, yeah, it's they're, Andy Serkis' sequel. They're, yeah, they're doing. I think it's Universal is doing it. Andy it's, Serkis, it's Warner, Kate it's Blanchett, yeah. Christian Bale, Benedict Warner, Cumberbatch. Yeah, they were both Warner in Brothers. production at the same time. Um, and, and okay, so Warner Brothers. Was I'm in. But yeah. John Favreau is in talks about doing the second Jungle Book. They're doing a second version of it yes. too of the live action. Mm. Yes. Um, 
what about Alice in Wonderland? Does that count as one of these yeah. remakes? It does. I haven't yeah. seen it. Mm-hmm. Tim Burton, Alice it in is. Wonderland, <coughs> and its I sequel, it. which I guess what, if you see the, the I haven't seen through the Looking Glass. Through the Looking Glass, it's not a sequel though, isn't it? It's it's kind of like she comes back to Wonderland, or it's a sequel. Yes, yeah, it's a sequel. But and and that help me remember though, like she she had already been there as a child or something like that. Am I missing this? Oh, okay, yeah, the remake. Yeah, she had already been there as a child, kind of like in her dreams or something like that. But okay. Yeah, it was it was weird. It, it wasn't it wasn't uh, like scene for scene a remake of the the original one. Gotcha. Because in the original one, she was a child, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And but 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 the 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 live action one wasn't it was it was it was different all i know is like at the end she was wearing armor and fighting against um <laughs> yeah it was I all different but she leaves Catwoman. and then comes back Black like she leaves in the end of the movie comes back for through the looking glass and then sasha baron but, cohen but is everything is yeah. time yeah was, was, that, was that the case was that they're happen? nice yeah. i forgot about high five that. <laughs> Yeah. I just remember like the second one is more so uh, the Mad Hatter story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I know like, it, it's. I don't know. It has a bit of a time travel element to it. And any time for Johnny Depp to put on a, a lavish, elaborate, crazy character costume. So any time Johnny Depp makes a movie, that's the yeah. one. And just pretty much any time. So <laughs> and you can take a sidestep over and go through to the television scene and see. Uh, uh, Once upon a time in Wonderland. Oh yeah, I've that, heard that terrible, was terrible series. It was. It I was like, awful. I like the Alice in Wonderland story it, it, until I'm actually watching the Alice in Wonderland story, and I'm going, "Wow, this is a weird little it's world." It's trippy. It's mm-hmm. trippy. It's. I mean, even. The, but it's it's one of my favorite original of the animated movies, and I like it a lot. Yeah. It, from an animation perspective, it's just flawless. I mean, yeah. artistically, it's beautiful. Uh, it's. I think it, ha- it has still has the record of having the most songs of any Disney animated movie. Really. It's got uh, it have more songs than any other other feature animation. Uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, so, of all these <coughs> ones, which one do you think is the strongest one? I, I heard Stephen say Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Jungle Book is strong, um, but I don't want to go back and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I know that, that it was said Maleficent was was probably on the bottom of the list, but I would go watch Maleficent again, um, and. Uh, and and I wouldn't wouldn't be mad at watching Beauty and the Beast again, but I do I still need to see Cinderella, so I'm I'm jury's out on me for that one. Which one's your favorite, Sheena? Has to be Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Jess, you got to watch Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, but right now it's Maleficent, my favorite. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on it. Netflix. That's how my sister watched it. It's your homework assignment. You got to watch Beauty and the Beast. So there's, if because I guess people have responded to these things pretty well. Disney has just decided to open the floodgates. In 2018 and 19 alone, I think they have five more yeah. live-action reboots. Re- can't Lion wait King. for Lion I'm King. Super well, how about, about a couple of them? John Favreau, which I don't know if it's a live-action version because everything in the Lion King is going to be. I think CG. it's going to be kind of like kind of like Jungle Book, but it's not going to be live-action. It's going to be modern computer animation. So James Earl Jones is coming back as Mufasa as because he should. Yes. you yeah. can't yes. have somebody yeah. else be Mufasa. No, do it again. Uh, so Donald Glover, <laughs> Donald Glover, <laughs> Donald Glover, Simba. Yes, which is yeah. great casting. I'm, I'm not. I'm not pleased with that. I'm, no, I'm well, not. A, I'm not, not a, a Charles guy. But as an adult, Simba, he'd be great. He's great. Uh, John Oliver is Zazu. That mm. is good cast. Yeah. Um, okay, oh, so okay, Seth wait, Rogen. Matthew Broderick is Simba? Oh, no, that was the original. <laughs> I clicked the wrong one. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. Seth Rogen and uh, Billy Eichner are Timon and Pumbaa. And um, 
Beyonce is now Nala. Nala. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. cast Beyonce as Nala. So she would tell Edgy for a scar. That's a great yes. scar. Who is Scar? She would tell Edgy for. Yeah. I like. I like. What's his name? Crazy Craig. From, as, yeah, uh, Billy, Billy Billy Eichner. Eichner, I can't remember his last name. See, he's the one I don't know. As he's a, a Parks and Rec, he okay. was the guy that came from the Eagleton <laughs> office, and he's just everything he does is just over the top. I kill you so much, I love you, I hate you. He's, my, he's <laughs> so great. He also has a show called Billy on the Street, yeah. where he walks around and interviews people. I don't know how it's it's possible they got the only guy that's gayer than Nathan Lane <laughs> to be Timon. <laughs> Wait, so. wait, what? Can I <laughs> <laughs> wait, Nathan Lane is gay? Oh my gosh! What do you What do you think Timon and Pumbaa women, were? Women love him. <laughs> Can I leave that in the show, or do I have to cut that? I don't know the rules anymore. You brought it up. You might have to cut. <laughs> um, so okay, and the the next one that's coming out, um, and this is kind of in de- in development. You know, circle in the block. If, they, if this is what I think you're going to do, it's going to be interesting. Tim Burton's Dumbo. Dumbo. Yes. <gasps> Yes, it's 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 weird because it's not. I'm so focusing excited. on like it doesn't have talking elephants. Or no, I don't think so. It's Colin Colin Farrell yeah. plays a former circus employee who basically comes home from the war. I think it's it takes place in like World War Two hmm. and in Florida. Uh, and and basically, there he's left to care for Dumbo. And then there's these other people that kind of, I guess they want to take them away. Um, See who the other people are, Eva, though. Eva Green and Michael Keaton. Yeah, Johnny Dangerously and... And, uh, <laughs> and is it... Uh, yeah, Danny DeVito. Danny yeah. DeVito. Now, Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin, nice. Now, it's here's, a good cast. Here's like, because like, everyone just thinks Tim Burns the dark, you know, brooding kind of filmmaker. Because they've seen his movies. Yes, but he's made some movies that were not like dark in tone or dark looking. Like Big Fish is not necessarily like a dark movie and it's kind of eccentric and out there and whimsical. So I think he could do Dumbo well if he does it more like whimsical and not like Nightmare Before Christmas. In my opinion. I'm excited about it. Well, it's Tim Burton and it's Michael Keaton, so I'm waiting but, for a Batman reference. But imagine, <laughs> imagine if Baz Luhrmann did a uh, Dumbo movie. Oh gosh, that'd be weird. that would be really cool. It would It'd be weird. That would be really cool. Now you mentioned Big Fish. I know that's one of your favorite movies. It's probably in my top ten. Uh, the author, the writer of Big Fish, John August, mm-hmm. is writing the Aladdin movie. Yeah, I'm not excited about that one. Why not? Because I love Aladdin. Oh, no. It's like one of like if I'm uh, excited how, about Aladdin. See, Will Smith. Now how people Guy Ritchie is directing it, man. I didn't know that. <laughs> Guy Ritchie is directing it. <laughs> that makes it. me feel a little bit better. But I mean, but here's the thing, I just I the reason why I appreciated Maleficent more than the other ones, not that it was better, but I appreciate it because it was more original. Like instead of taking these movies that already exist and just making it live action, I want to see somebody do something new or do something. Well, it seems like the, the Dumbo might be a little bit out of the box. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like yeah. like that's what I'm fine with that. And if I don't Aladdin, know. I was, I mean, when I'm like when they said, okay, we're making a Beauty and the Beast, I wanted to see the Beauty and the Beast story. Well, see, here I just I don't want to see Aladdin again. For you guys that are listening, you didn't see like her smug shrug at the end of that. Like I don't know. <laughs> Your move, creep. <laughs> but, ha- but but if you've already seen it and seen it, I mean, Beauty and the Beast was an Oscar-nominated, a Best Picture Oscar-nominated movie in 1991. So it's already like it's not like it was a crappy movie that you need to fix. Yeah, but sometimes you it, there's just a certain comfort level in seeing a familiar story played out again and again. That's why we're five Transformers movies into the franchise now. Oh, How God. dare it's you? Just oh, God. Fast and and they just get better every single time. The, I think I heard like Transformers was nominated for like 15 or 18. The, the Razzies, Razzies this year? It's like, as it should be. And I want Shia there's LaBeouf to show up movie. and accept that. There's a crossover movie with uh, Transformers Bumble- and Fast Bumblebee. and the Furious. Oh, 
shut up. Liar. <laughs> the, the, there's going to be street racers that are racing and they don't even realize that they're in Transformers. I can't tell if you're being <laughs> serious. I'm absolutely 100% making that up. Okay. <laughs> if I, you, I don't know why they didn't make a G.I. Joe Transformers crossover movie. That's I don't know, but if anybody years. out there listening to the podcast <laughs> is going to make that movie, I claim all rights and, and any uh, at least 50% of all proceeds. Hashtag Rodney Imagineer. If you like the Maleficent twist, there are there are supposed to be more of those coming. There's a Cruella de Vil, with, uh, her story with Emma Stone. Emma Stone is yes, cr- yeah. I'm excited no, about that. That's a great cast. No, yeah. I don't of course, really I'll care see about Emma the Stone twist. I just like that it was different. <laughs> but it yeah, it's a new just, perspective yeah, yeah. on the same thing. They're doing a Tinkerbell movie with Reese Witherspoon, too. Oh, that's no. kind of her own okay. story. Okay. Not okay. Julia Roberts. No, that ship has <laughs> sailed, son. No, but that's a great movie. It's a great Hook. movie. Okay. There we go. Hook is a live action. Hook. But it's not Disney, is it? If you like Hook, then you're going to love Christopher Robin. Yes. No. No, hold on. Hear hear me out. Hear me out. Now, from what hear me out, little dark rain cloud. He doesn't. He doesn't need a movie. Listen, no, 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 no. Christopher Robin is it's it's the adult version of Christopher Robin. He's grown up. He's left the nursery, um, and he's now a businessman. They're saying he's going to be played by Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes, Ewan McGregor. Um, and Al- Alex his life and his name is Christopher Robin's son. And his and- his life is upended when Pooh comes. Knocking on the door, looking for help. So yeah, it's Wait, basically it's basically Ted? Hook. <laughs> yes, but it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but it's it's, it's the, the hundred acres. Send us here. Mark Wahlberg was in that movie with the teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's Paddington. <laughs> Paddington apparently is really good. I've never seen. Yeah. It. So uh, and that's the guy who directed Quantum of Solace and Finding Neverland. Uh, Mark Mark Forster is yeah. uh, going to be directing Christopher Robin movie. So, I mean, you know, it wasn't okay. like I'm not like I'm, that's what I like. Do you like Finding movie. Neverland? Yes, I did. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I think I saw that. It was Johnny Depp. Not Johnny doing Depp a weird not doing a weird character. character. Yeah, just he like, played Jay, Jay and Barry from yeah. the guy and who little, wrote Peter And Pan. the little boy, who I forget his name, Peter. <laughs> Peter. Peter. Uh, yeah, so Lion King, Aladdin, Dumbo. Uh, they're also, they haven't. <laughs> Go ahead. Mary Poppins Returns. Mary yes. Poppins Returns Lin-Man is coming Miranda. soon. That's a sequel. That's a sequel. <laughs> So like to me that's a different category like remake and then sequel. It's Lin Manuel Miranda. It's another category altogether. <laughs> <laughs> it's Emily Blunt. He'll finally get his Oscar. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I'm uh, not mad at Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins mm-hmm. either. If no, that's perfectly. a good cast. Now who are they going to play? Have to play the uh, Dick Van Dyke character? Dick Van Dyke's in it I, as the same is, guy, but no. it's not the same story. As long as he does his terrible Cockney accent, it's, I don't care listen, what he does. it's it's the Banks children grown up. And have some sort of family crisis, and Mary Poppins comes so back. She just ages. Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Of course, she's yeah. practically perfect in, in every way. In the, in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen mythology, Mary Poppins is Christ. That's, really? Yeah, they bring her in. Uh, Harry Potter is the Antichrist, and Mary Poppins is is Christ. That's it's that true story. Uh, is that why you hate Harry Potter so much? <laughs> he's the Antichrist. <laughs> in uh, a comic book. Yeah. That, that's like Tom Tom Riddle. Is that the guy? Tom Marvolo Riddle. Tom Riddle mm-hmm. was secretly raising him to be the Antichrist because Tom Riddle's the <laughs> devil. Ah. Yeah. Don't read anything in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen past volume two. It gets very dark and very disturbing. Uh, but I had to follow it through because I'm committed to my craft. <laughs> um, Little Mermaid is coming. Now, yeah, but it, I, I've heard that that one's at the Disney. Like, they're doing it. They're, I mean, that's they're doing like... Disney's doing it. But there's another one coming out, too. But it's not like the Disney version. It's like the original story version. And the nice thing, the thing that's Which actually cool. Which turns a seafoam at the end? Triton yeah. is going to be Jason Momoa. 
Yes. Ooh. No, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, come on. Yeah, no. I was about to get <laughs> no. so excited. Shenanigans. <laughs> no. It's secretly Aquaman. As a, if they're tying it together, and then Disney buys Warner Brothers. And <laughs> it all connects. And then, uh, and then they're going to do Sword in the Stone too, which I can get behind Sword in the Stone. I'm all about it. Yes. I, w- I loved it as a kid. That was one of my favorites. The only thing I've seen about that. And I'm not condoning anyone watching Game of Thrones. I do not, but that the director from Game of Thrones is going to be doing that. Which so it one? should be epic. Our director, writer, writer, producer, not director. No. But, which, you know, you, you'd think that would be good. But I remember when they did the uh, the gritty, realistic Robin Hood movie with uh, what? Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. And that, that turned out to and be hot. Yeah, that was, that hot was not good. I wouldn't be mad if they did a, uh, like they're doing with Lion King or with... Jungle Book, do a Robin Hood one, but yes. like the animals. With the animals? But you, yes. Yeah, but you have to do it with the animals. Or you do this. Yes. You do this. This is how you do it. You make a million dollars. Billion dollars. Because money does that One million dollars. <laughs> is you uh you do it. You do it kind of stop motion, and you have Wes Anderson do it. Yes, yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox, but, but we already Robin have Hood. the Fantastic Mr. Fox. I know, Fox. but I want that to be Robin Hood. Oh, man. So, so what Disney movie, what movie have they not tapped yet that needs a live action? Uh, Dark Cauldron. Dark Cauldron? Is it Dark Cauldron? The Black Cauldron? The Black Cauldron. I get Dark Cauldron, Dark Crystal, and Black Cauldron mixed up all the time. Yeah, they already have a Dark Crystal one. Uh, What else? Oh, oh, oh. Steven, you can't take all the answers yourself, buddy. You got to share. I'm sorry. That one won't work. Anymore. I have I have printed out for the uh, the people on the panel tonight the, <laughs> the all of the pages. Disney movies. A Not live action Toy Story. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet was not as garbage as. Uh, what about a live action Atlantis movie? I think that could work. All right, here we go. This is it. I would this like is the that. one that's gonna bring bring it back and make it amazing. Do it. Home on the range. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. You're the- you're grounded. I wouldn't mind Great Mouse Detective, <clears throat> but then I remember the Sherlock Holmes movies, so that's basically... The Great Mouse Detective was the cartoon version of Sherlock Holmes. I don't know that any Disney movie that has the that was made in the 80s... What Disney about? is doing an, uh, an Oliver movie, though. Uh, so I guess that's kind of like an Oliver and Company, uh, you know, but it's not It's not going to have dogs in it. What about The Rescuers? Or Billy Joel. How, how would, like, live-action The Rescuers with I mice? Know. I don't know. It it's, would be like the, the live-action-ish Stuart Little, which I did not... Like, oh, yeah, no, but it had Michael J. Fox in it, it did, and I love me some and Alex P. Keaton, but <laughs> it's no. Was Gina Davis the mom in that? Yes, yeah, you know who the father was, House, yes, yeah, Hugh yes, Laurie. Greg Laurie, Greg, Hugh, 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 Hugh. who is Gregory, also Gregory House, Greg House. <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Laurie is also um, one of Cruella Deville's henchmen in the live action mm-hmm. Dalmatians. Yes, aren't they, doing, aren't they doing a Mulan as well? Yep, that's why I yes, thought. Why I haven't heard that in Mulan? Yeah, I don't know, because that's a story that, like, if you tell it like the Mulan story, like, they're going to get lambasted for, you know, whitewashing history. But if you make it like history, you can't sell action figures and and princess dresses off of that. What about the Aristocats? Aristocats would be... I love the Aristocats. I don't know how you're going to film that many cats, (laughs) (laughs) but it's going to be fun to watch. Um, What about Hunchback? Yeah, I thought about Mm. Hunchback. Um, It's dark, though, man. It 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 is. is. It is. Uh, Who's gonna play the Fantasia? I'm just reading. Benicio del Toro is Quasimodo. Yeah, who would be Frollo? I know. There's some. There's some great villain. John Lithgow. No. 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 no, 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 Who's the guy? Tony Stark's father. Oh. Oh. Locke. No, 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 no. Tony Stark, the the dad. He was from Mad Men. uh, Roger Sterling. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I was gonna say Christoph Waltz. Ooh. Christopher Walken. 
Just, just because we're walking. No. I am Quasimodo. No. Choose me no, no. or you'll suffer hellfire. It's really hot. You're not going to like it. Even this foul creature may approve one day to be of use to me. I'm bad at Christopher Walken. <laughs> I hate you all. Go home. Uh, well, we, we I think we might have exhausted our, our live action Fox Disney list. Uh, Pastor Rodney. Yay. A Disney devotion. I'll give you a Disney title, and you got to give me something spiritual so that we can walk out of here with something to, oh. to hang our hat on tonight, all right? Here goes. So we, I'm going to just kind of randomly... In fact, Sheena, pick ran, a random Disney title. Just open up your list at whatever page you like. Pick a random thing, and, and Pastor Rodney's going to have to say something spiritual about it. I sure hope I've seen it. <laughs> Wait, Sheena, please pick Fun and Fancy Free. Okay, you're going to have to <laughs> drop that. There you go. Uh, she picked Brave. Oh, Brave. Courage. To be, uh, to face the things that that you um, fear, to face your fears, because God has not given us a spirit of fear. No, He has not. Uh, but but of power, love, and a sound mind. And we have uh, uh, thinking back. Gosh, I hate spitballing off the edge of my seat like gotta this. Gotta be ready in season and out. In of season and out of season. <laughs> we played this game when I was in college. People would do this very same thing, except we would be a little bit more spiritual. We'd flip open the Bible, and you had to preach a, a quick message on whatever it was. I, and, I think this this seems more spiritual because <laughs> you don't have the Bible to cheat with. You know, that's right. Yes, oh, that's snap. true. Um, although we would usually find the most obscure, but uh, uh, it's brave. You've got you've got a daughter who uh, who wants to wants to to move into her destiny, but she's. Uh, different than everybody else. It's okay to be different. It's okay to embrace who God made you because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you know what? There are times, especially for those of you who still live at home, those of you who uh, don't get along with mom and dad every once in a while, it's okay to to have those moments but realize that, that deep down in, in the heart of things that you you do actually care for the, your mom, for your dad. They care for you. And, and that love, that paternal, maternal love is the love that, that God has for us. And there are times when God, there are things that happen that even I, someone who's been saved the majority of my life, and, and I still uh, have, have some times when I stop and say, God, why is this kind of happening? Why is this going to take place? Now, I don't ever intend to turn God into a bear. But, uh, <laughs> um, but there are times when, when I say, you know, God, this is not what I want to do with my life. And God says, you shut your face, I wrote the book. Um, a little karma <laughs> reference for those in their 40s. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, that's goodness. That's really good. You changed your fate with that as nice. <laughs> All right, let's give one to Lindsay and see how she does. Probably way better. All right, Sheena, pick one for Lindsay. Pick it from the first page. <laughs> She's like Madame Leota, oh. like divining. <laughs> All right. You got uh, Finding Nemo. Finding oh. Nemo. Ooh, it's, I mean, it's the perfect parallel of the shepherd going after that lost sheep. Nemo's dad went and found him, just like Jesus comes and finds us wherever we are. I told you she was better. She is good. She's <laughs> she also good. got a better movie, too. That's good. So, <laughs> that was almost a ram. I'm like, oh, yeah. Brave. Redheads. <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> and these people that are freaking huge. 
loud. Sorry, I, 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 Nick. I think I peeked out all. That was a wee below the bill. What's gonna, ha- what's gonna happen is Tony's gonna edit this, and his ears are gonna bleed. That's right. <laughs> all right, uh, Stephen. Okay. Pick one for you. All right. Give us something spiritual on Eeny Meeny Miny Song of the South. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, it is on here. It was on there. That's dead correct. Um, I just kept finding Nemo again. Brother Bear, Steven. I've never seen that one. You're going to have to give me another one. Okay. How Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Cars 2, Steven. Never seen oh. that one. You're going to have to give me another one. I didn't see that one. You told me not to watch it. <laughs> Cars 2 is really awful. Um, all right, I give up. Steven, you can uh, you pick one. Pick one? I don't want to pick one. Gina, pick one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney will pick one. Hand around. Rodney, pick one for him. Oh, great. Lion King. <clears throat> oh, man. Lion King is great because, A, number one, it's about, like, kind of like it's Simba leaves, out of guilt, leaves and comes back. And for me, you can kind of twist it in a way where it's almost like the story of the, of the prodigal son where he leaves, he does his own thing and he comes back. But rather than coming back to his father, he comes back to his destiny, to what is rightfully his. And it's when we want to kind of go out and do our own thing and live the easy life. When, when we have to make the choice to follow God, it's not, you know, the Bible says that the, the path, you know, to righteousness is not, it's narrow and it's not wide. It's not the easy way. It's going to be tough coming Simba coming back from the good life, the chill life of hanging out with Timon and Pumbaa and eating bugs, uh, where, you know, Hakuna Matata, what a wonderful phrase, it means no worries. He doesn't have to worry about anything, but now he has to go back and be king and, and defeat his uncle who has destroyed his father's legacy and come back and, and overthrow that, but then take the responsibility up of continuing what his father has already set out for him to do. It's good stuff. Steven, <laughs> you are not who you have become. You are my son. This is CNN. <laughs> Remember who you are. I am your father. I can't do it. That's, <laughs> no. that's, <laughs> that's not true. That's impossible. Search your feelings. <sighs> and then watch out for my blind dog. Oh, no, he was a blind man. It didn't say a lot. Yeah. <laughs> His dog, dog was not blind. blind. <laughs> His dog was the beast. <laughs> uh, watch out for my blind dog. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the dog? <laughs> he keeps running into the fence. <laughs> Killing me, Salisbury. Uh, well, that's about all the time wait, we wait, have. Wait, wait, now it's Sheena's turn. Sheena? <laughs> Listen, I've already, she's know. on this show. I've already pushed this thing as far as <laughs> it's going to go. Wait, Tony, you have to do one now then. No, I, we, listen, some people have to drive all the way back to Frostproof. Okay. Yeah, I want another shot. Mine is terrible. <laughs> all right, give him another shot. No, I'm kidding. Okay. 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 Doing Fun and fancy free, go. Three Caballero. Hercules. Three See, the father and the son and the Holy Spirit. Oh. There's a, a triune God. <laughs> three three persons in one trinity, one Godhead. So here you go, Tony. Do one for Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog <laughs> voodoo has lady. voodoo in it, so I didn't watch that because I'm sanctified. I had I didn't watch it. I gonna, for somebody who's listening to the show for the first time tonight, they're going to think I'm a real stuck-up jerk. <laughs> Wait, for the first time? <laughs> if someone's listening to this for the very first time, they're gonna, the only thing they're going to... They're, they're going to think, oh, he doesn't like Harry Potter. He's talking bad about the, the, the potters and the, the, the frogs and the, what was the other thing that I said? No, oh, Buffy. Buffy. And Buffy, Buffy, which I'm like, you know. Yeah, like, but you could take the, the Buffy thing out of it, but you made enough relevant 
Harry Potter uh, references, talking he's about conversation. the conversation. I'm just saying. He did read the last chapter of the last book, though. I did. Yeah. I know. I know so exactly you know what happened at the died. end. I, I know that at the end of the whole thing, it was all a dream, and he woke, he woke up, up in the Kansas <laughs> farmhouse. Oh. <laughs> he's like surrounded by. It was all black and, and white. And you were again. there. And you were there. <laughs> I'll miss you most of all, Hermione. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but come back as Bell. Come back as <laughs> Bell. Uh, that is all the time we have for today. We want to say thank you so much to our special guests, Pastor Mayor Rodney Cannon and the hey, lovely hey. Lindsay Cannon. And uh, for the first time, hopefully not the last time, on the Nerd of God cast, my <laughs> lovely wife, Sheena. Mwah. <laughs> and, and of course, we do have half of the twins, Jessica, Stevo Supremo, and up in the booth, Nick the Engineer. Uh, my name is Tony T. Once again, connect with us across all the social media platforms at Nerd of Godcast. Check out our blog at www.nerdofgodcast.com. We have actually have some cool people from all across the country are contributing to our blog right now through something we call the Nerd of Godcast Network. So you can get on there. You can find some stuff from some other Christian podcast hosts, uh, some of our listeners, and some ministry leaders that are in our network. We're really excited about that. So please get on there at nerdofgodcast.com. If you have any questions for us, you want to chat with us, you can get on there and email us at nerdogodcast at gmail.com or give us a call on our nerdogodcast hotline at 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. Uh, for the Nerd Godcast, my name is Tony T. We hope you have a Disney day. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But, but we, we can't stay here. Hey, check out that uh, Alexa skill too. Yeah, oh, that's true. Check out the, the, the Nerdy Godcast skill. That's it. <laughs> we gotta go. just opened up this this new branch called the nerd of god network where we've brought other people in that they're sort of uh, surrogate members of do the i cast? have to get a certain number of people under me yeah that's how it works <laughs> yeah. and then get them to sign people up it's, under them and a, then i can sit back and make money off them yeah i don't know what a p-o-n-z-i scheme is but that's what they told me it was it's supposed to be great ponzi ponzi uh, named that- after alejandro ponzi Alejandro Pon- Oh, I thought it was. I thought. We, I thought that meant we had to wear leather jackets and go. Hey! That's a Fonzie scheme. Oh, very close. It's when you have to wear like a big polka dot neckerchief and you go ha waka waka and tell bad jokes. It's a Fozzie scheme. <laughs> so close. It's when you have to get a get on a bunch of drugs and bite the head off of a bat. <laughs> no, that's an uh, Aussie Aussie. scheme. Man, so close. Uh, I think we're done. Um, <laughs>